Hey, guys, we're going to get to the podcast in a second. But first, when it comes to insurance, State Farm has all the markings of a top-tier player. First, they make it look easy. Manage your coverage, pay your bill, and even file a claim from the palm of your hand with the State Farm mobile app, which was just awarded Best Insurance Mobile App 2019. I was nominated, but I didn't win. And like a great teammate, they know your tendencies. State Farm agents are local, so they'll help you choose coverage that fits your needs. State Farm is always there to coach you through it with the answers you need when you need them. When you want the real deal, go with State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I didn't sing it. You're welcome. I got You're to better than you could be. I got to play against one or I don't know if that's grammatically correct. I'm better than I could be. Could have been. I better than I I'm be- <laughs> I, I had a glass of wine. Hello, brand new puppies. Welcome to Sports, Woo! the podcast that ends with a question mark that starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. He's Jay. Hello. And this is today's question. Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. It's Sal from North Carolina. I've got to move in a few weeks, so my question for you is... Can we help you? Who in the sports world would you want to help move? Thanks. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Huh. Who in the sports world would you want to help move? What a question, Sal. I no. I genuinely thought he was going to be like, my question for you is, are you guys free and can you help me move? <laughs> Sunday between two yeah. and four. <laughs> well, here's the thing also that must suck about moving, unless this is an old voicemail. Jay, I don't know if you know when it came in. Uh, this was during quarantine. Yeah, sure. like that's tough. You're socially distancing. Yeah. Like you're not supposed to see anybody. Totally. Um, But I guess in terms of an athlete, well, first, as a person who used to move every six months to a year for like eight years in a row, um, by the end there, I was probably in my like mid twenties and I learned that like you reach a point where you got to stop asking your friends to help you move. Uh, yeah. it's a, obviously it's an expense, but when I didn't have any money, um, it was still something that was worth it because it's just like you don't have to think about it as paying much. for somebody you mean? Yeah. Or doing it, yeah. or I mean, doing it yourself. But asking your friends, you reach a point where it's like, oof, not cute yeah. anymore. Pizza's not enough. No, it's not. Uh, Even money yeah. is not enough. No, Even if you're like, hey, here's a hundred bucks, <laughs> I'm like, I'm still like, I'm out. Unless I get to live in the apartment <laughs> I just furnished, it's not enough. Right. It's it's right. such a pain Absolutely. in the ass. But so I, Sal, my heart goes out to you, and I believe I don't want to speak for them, but Ashley and Jay's do as well, because nobody likes moving. It sucks. Um, yeah. That being said, if I had to help an athlete move, I would, I'm gonna say you want somebody heartless with no sort of passion or, you know, joie de vivre. You want somebody whose apartment is bare, uh, because they don't have a mm. ton of tchotchkes that they hold on to forever. Oh, interesting. Because like, I feel right. like, you know, Juju Smith Schuster, let's use it as an example, has got a puppy. He's probably got a lot of stuff. He seems like a guy that like likes things. You want somebody that you're like, emo- that is emotionally distant and cold who you know nothing about that never show flashes of their personality. So, uh, I would say like an A-Rod probably would have been great for J-Lo. Uh, and, but maybe just like a, oh um, short of A-Rod, I'd say like Tom Brady. It's probably not that bad, but then mm. you've got to think about how he's like, gonna need it a- but A-Rod and Tom, he has like he's a there. 700 kids, doesn't he? Yeah. That's so much so that's stuff. the thing. Like A-Rod before Jay, before Aww. J-Lo, uh, A-Rod didn't have any kid. Like, I think A-Rod is the perfect uh, answer because I bet mm. his apartment is just, I, like, eh, stuff he could part with. I want somebody who 
is strong so that they're going to do the bulk of the lifting and I'm there to just kind of like help. That's navigate. also a really good you know, point. The, like, yeah, the yeah. turn, the like whatever. Um, like I'm the one at the top of the stairs. They're the one at the bottom of the stairs, like actually holding everything up. And I want somebody whose play-by-play commentary is going to make me laugh. Ooh. So mm. I'm going to go Marshawn Lynch. Cause that's, good. that's a good answer. Just the He's stuff good. that he says and the random things I bet he has in his place are going to be like, what can you just explain that? What is the story behind that? And I bet it's fascinating. Yeah, I agree. I, like I, I think it's a good answer. Uh, I think for me, I'd like to be a part of, if I'm going to help somebody move, I want it to be a moving party. You know what I mean? I want it to be like, we're starting with beers. We're going to do this. It's going to be fun. And for that reason, I choose Alexander Ovechkin. Because I think if you <laughs> start moving with Alex Ovechkin and you're drinking beers in the morning, oh you God. start moving. By the end of the day, once you move everything into his house, you are having a great time. You're good and drunk. It's a full day extravaganza. It's a full day Ovi, with Ovi. God, he just seems like he would be yeah. so fun to hang out with, too. I agree. I'm sorry. If I'm staring at yeah. my dog too much, it's because I'm worried she's about to pee. Uh, she might. I don't think she she's in her in her crate, so she normally will. But if she starts whining and I ignore her and I look really cold to everybody watching, just know that that's what you're supposed to do. And it's just as hard for me to do as it is for you to watch. Um, uh, but great answers, everybody. Good answers. Good answers all around. Good answer. Good answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A strong person is a that was a good uh that was a good point, Ash. I like that. I also like the pinky up. Thanks. The classy can. Thank you. Class this up a bit, you know? Um yeah, you know, if you want to uh if you are like Sal and you're like, Oh, I've got a thing that I would like to ask these three very qualified people, you can always Leave us a voicemail. You can leave us a voicemail at 860-506-5571. Hi guys. Oh my god, hi guys. Hi. Hi. Oh my god, hi. Into Whoa. the cage she Every goes. Time. Into the cage oh, she, is. she Oh, Myrtle. Um, Myrtle. It's Myrtle. It's Myrtle. How's everybody Jay, doing? I'm not doing it. Jay, just try it once. <laughs> nope, not doing it. Well, you're Hard off pass. the podcast. Silenced. <laughs> well, it's there. everything comes to an end. All right, TMP. How is everybody since we last spoke? Help. Tell us everything, K Beth. Well, I uh have you slept? I have so here's the thing. I adopted a dog. <laughs> Step one. Yay girl. Uh her name is Myrtle. She has flashes of brilliance and flashes of monsterness. I think um obviously I have nothing to compare it to. I think overall she's doing really, really well. I think I told you guys last podcast and pardon me if I didn't, I can't remember anything because everything's a blur. Um I found this book from this woman. Her name is, I believe, Sophia Yin. I might be messing that up. But her whole thing is called the Learn to Earn program. And so you don't give the dog a bowl of food. Um, you use their food as treats throughout the day so that you can reward them when they do the stuff you want them to do. Uh, it, it At first I was like, that sounds nuts. And then um, and and I didn't know what to do. I asked my vet. Because my vet was like, I would recommend books by doctors or Sophia Yin. I don't know if she's a doctor. She's a vet. Uh, my vet was like, I ref- I, you should use this book. And I said, let me ask you one specific question about it. She says, don't give your dog a bowl of food. And my vet was like, no, give your dog a bowl of food. So I was like, oh, okay. So I, I should give her food. But I will say we've been – every now and then I'll give her a bowl of food. But for the most part, I've been doing – I'll show you. I've got a fanny pack 
that I keep on me at all oh, times <laughs> that's full of her daily allotment of food so I can like keep track of like, oh, we've got a lot more to go. So I'll give her a bowl and then we'll go back to the training stuff. Yeah. But um question, do you also keep your barrettes and scrunchies in there? I do, I do. Just because you always you never know when you're gonna need one, you know? Steve, you yeah. keep your no, scrunchies but Steve, I just call you Steve. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Jay, you keep your scrunchies on your wrist. Duh. Duh. Uh Duh. what kind of a visco girl even are you? So anyway, um <laughs> she's my uh, t-shirts are so big. She's been really good at um The other thing I learned from this book that was a big takeaway, the book is called like Perfect Puppy in Seven Days, which sounds like such a scam. Um, but it, it's basically about the, how the first week, a lot of people say, take a week, let her, I genuinely read another book that was like, first week, let them do whatever they want. Week two, start training them. Um, and this woman was basically like, start training them right away. And then it will get so much easier to do the rest. So I'm not training her anything complicated. We're not doing the like, paw or like any of that stuff. I'm training her to look at me when she wants something and sit down and ask for it nicely, essentially. And she's really, really good at that. She's a a combination of a retriever and a collie, which are two of like the smartest breeds. And so I knew when we found that out, I was like, I need to respect this dog's intelligence instead of letting her go crazy. It's my responsibility to make sure she knows what the answer is, it's she's going to not always give the right answer, but if I don't give it mm-hmm. to her and show her what it is, then I'm doing her a disservice. And it's, I mean, it is absolutely true. She has been like, she'll have these crazy moments. She's obviously a puppy. She'll go nuts. We'll put her in the playpen and she'll run into the walls until she makes the playpen bigger. Like she's, but she's smart. <laughs> and, uh, and another thing that's really important for me to keep remembering that I, I slip up on, but I keep reminding myself is like, any mistake she makes is my fault. She's a dog. So anything I ask her to do that she doesn't do, I'm not asking for it, right? Because I'm the human and she's a puppy. So we're not doing verbal cues. I didn't know that. I thought it was like you t- teach them that sit means to sit. This book taught me that you get her reliably sitting. And then when she goes to sit, you say the word. And that way she associates it with what she's already about to do. Um and so we're get, I'm getting ready to start teaching her the words. Today we were outside. I said, go potty because you're supposed to pick up on her cues. You say it when she's about to go. That way it becomes a cue. Ashley, I'm sure you know all of this. But um, so I, I said it today and she went potty. And I'm telling you, I was like, I'm the best. I did this. I'm I'm crazy. I'm the best at this. I'm a superhuman. Um, she doesn't do it all the time, but it was, it's a good, it's this weird, I was just telling you guys before we started the podcast, like as frustrating as she is and my God, is she frustrating? It's kind of nice to have a thing that's a, that's like reciprocal. I know that if I do it right, she's going to do what I ask her to do. Not always, but there's these moments where I'm like, okay, because sometimes with humans, you, you do a lot for somebody and they don't do anything for you in return. With a dog, she's just like looking at me like, I want that thing. Can I have it? And I'm like, no, you can't, but here's why. You can have these eight things that are okay by me. You just can't have that thing. And I'm building this trust with her. I feel like a completely different person than I was before I owned a dog. I've learned so much about life. Like my relationships with people are going to change. Um, it's just, she's like opened, I'm going to cry. She's like unlocked a part of, <laughs> she's unlocked a part of my heart, not just because she's adorable. You guys know I've loved dogs forever. I've always thought they were the cutest and I've always wanted one. But like, there's this like, 
earlier today, I gave her a treat when she was scared and, um, she started choking. She started making a choking noise. And I'm telling you, I was, I, I lost it. I was like, Oh my God. It's like, I'm, I'm fully responsible for this dog. And it's like, I love her so much. And I'm like learning a lot about how to communicate which I know is this is so stupid and I'm sorry. Um, it's not stupid. I'm, it's not at all. I'm learning so much about like, you know, obviously she doesn't speak English. She'll get there. She's pretty smart. But um, <laughs> like I'm, I'm learning so much about the things you say when you're not saying anything and how people pick up on those cues. And uh, I just say she's going to make me a better person. She's making me nuts. Um. But your original question, which I haven't answered yet, is sleep. And she sleeps through the night. She, um, awesome. we obviously put her on our schedule. We're really, we're night people and we want to be able to sleep in as much as possible. We're not sleeping in, but, um, we put her in her crate at like one and she wakes up at nine. And like, I'm so grateful for that that's incredible um yeah we we like i'm because the like when they're whimpering in the crate yeah. and like you can't let them out is the word your heart just breaks it's, into pieces i know so she um this obviously this is my living room and she's crated in here for now um so we've been sleeping out here we sleep on the couch which is actually with quarantine is kind of nice because it feels like a remember when you were little and you got to sleep on the couch and you're like, oh, a special sleepover. So like we're sleeping mm-hmm. out here, which makes us feel like we're switching up our location because we're not we can't sleep anywhere else. Um, yeah. And and uh, and so we sleep out here the first night we couldn't get her to she didn't potty all like she peed, but she didn't poop at all. And so we were really worried. We tried to get her to poop before bed. She didn't. So we knew. In the middle of the night, she was going to try. And so at four in the morning, she whimpered. We both woke up. We took her and uh, she went potty here in the house because we had the pee pad set up. And then uh, she slept through the night. The toughest decision has been, um, and I know dog people on the internet are crazy, so I'm even hesitant to like share any of the stuff that I've been doing because I don't want anyone to be like, that's not how you do. She's, um, right. she, the, so the tough things, she came from a shelter. She's adopted. And the, Kelly, our friend who was fostering her, has a backyard. And so since she's so smart and such a smart breed, um, when she got here the first time, she visited a couple times. And then when she moved in her first day, when she had to go, she whimpered. And she, like, looked for any door. We have, like, a um, sliding glass door that you can see outside. We're on the fifth floor. By we, I mean me. I'm still the only one who lives here, but, you know. Um, and so she would whimper by the door and I'm like, oh, she wants to go out. And so she doesn't have, she's got her first round of shots for anybody who's never had a dog. You get three rounds. Um, it's mainly the first shot is a vaccination. And then because puppies still have their mom's like immune system boosters, it kind of messes with the vaccination. So you get two boosters after that. And then once you get your three shots as a puppy, you're then allowed to interact with other dogs. But before that, if you're interacting with a dog that doesn't have any vaccinations, your puppy could get sick. And also walking. Like if you walk the dog and they interact with a puppy or poop or like anything in the world, it could make your dog sick. So you're not supposed to take them out. But this dog was trained already and used to leaving the apartment to 
you know, do puppy stuff. Go to the bathroom. And so, right. like, it, uh, there was this really tough thing where I'm like, am I going to have to train this dog to pee and poop on a pad and then retrain them to go outside? And I was like, this is going to be right. a mess. And so the first day we tried that and she, you know, went all over the apartment. But mostly on pee pads, we tried to, like, grab her and, and put her on a pee pad. And then I just was like, I'm going to take her outside and see what happens. And I took her outside on like the second or third day. They all blur together now. And she went immediately. And I was like, oh, okay. So now I'm taking her out to this like very secluded spot in the back of my apartment. It's not grass. It's gravel. It's like a parking lot essentially. But nobody else is back there. And so um, now we have to take her out every two hours and she's doing well. I, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. But I mean – it's rewarding. I'm so tired. Just mainly from like, <laughs> I haven't looked at my phone in like, there are times where I'm like, oh my God, I haven't responded to someone's text in three hours. Cause genuinely, not cause I'm ignoring it because I genuinely haven't had time to look at my phone. Like if she's not in her crate, she's either tethered to me or tethered to the table. And I'm keeping her in my sight so that she doesn't have an accident. And if she has an accident, it's on me. I have been talking for 20 minutes. Um, it, she, it's good. Everything's good. I'm sorry I cried. Don't be sorry. I'm sorry. Holy we've, like we, we've talked a lot about what it's like being a mom and like having a dog is essentially you've become a parent in a way. And when people ask what it's like, people who don't have kids or pets, it's like you have higher highs and lower lows. Yeah. Like it's the, you've, love that like you've never had and also like low points that you've never had before and it's it's a roller coaster man but it is it is definitely rewarding i, it's I also like, like unconditional love in a way that you're like yes. oh my gosh i'm like this is what people mean in the world that could happen yeah it really is it, it changes you like you are responsible for a life yeah it's like that kind of thing like impacts you forever and there's like it, when it's really cool that you finally get to do it. And when there's like a moment, like when we're being, I mean, I'm not being, I'm not being mean to her. The thing about this program is like, don't scold your dog again. If she does something wrong, it's your mm -hmm. fault. So I'm not ever being mean to her, but there are times where, you know, they teach you that treats and affection and toys are all rewards to this dog. So anytime you reward their behavior, you're telling them what they're doing is a good thing. So I'm not being, I'm not snuggling her every time I want to. She bites me and then looks at me really cute. I'm not hugging her. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I have to literally turn my back on her and ignore her. And like, it hurts and I absorb it, but it's, you know, the right thing to do. But there are times, like when she's doing well and she comes over and she just like nestles into me, I'm like, oh my God. Like <laughs> I love her unconditionally. And when she loves me back, it feels better than any love I've ever felt before because I know it's because we both understand at least a little like this relationship that we have. The next mm -hmm. thing I'm going to start worrying mm -hmm. about is because we're in quarantine, like I need to socialize this dog. There's like a period of time that's very important in a dog's life where if you don't socialize them, they're going to become very good to you and attached to you. But when you're not around, they're going to lose their shit. Or yeah. when another dog comes in or another person comes into the house, they're going to, everything's going to change. And so I'm like, Today, I she met her first person. It was a little girl. And this little girl 
I don't know her. She rules. And I'll love her forever. Like, I'm going to eventually find out her name. But we went down into the lobby, and this little girl was sitting in there lacing up her uh, roller skate. She's probably like 9 or 10. And uh, it sounds like a fake story because how cute is that already? She's lacing up her roller mm-hmm. skates in the lobby. And I, I came out of the elevator, and I saw her. And so I was like, okay. I, I made her sit, and I was giving her treats. And the little girl was like, She's so cute. And I said, yeah, she's a, uh, and she goes, is she a puppy? I said, yeah, she asked what breeds she was. And then I was like, let me just calm her down and then you can pet her if you want to. So I calmed the dog down and then I said, do you want to pet her? And she goes, no, thank you. And I was like, (laughs) okay, have a good day. She's like, you too. And then we went our separate ways and I was like, that little angel. (laughs) She was like a a child (laughs) that was interacting like a parent. She was just like, okay, all right. She could have been a little kid that was like, Poppy, want to touch? And she didn't. She was t- like, it was a blessing. Like these, that's the other thing. Mm. Like these little moments where things don't go wrong. You're like, thank you. Um, she met a dog. Mm. She met a dog today. She, she, met a, she had a big day today. That's why she's being kind of nuts. But right now she's being very chill. Thank God. Um, she met a dog and I had to ask the person if the dog had the, had her shots and then they interacted. And I mean, it's really crazy. That you have to understand, like, your dog is scared. The dog is looking at other things mm-hmm. and being like, mommy, but nobody else. And so hopefully, I texted Ashley and I was like, I think um, if it's okay with you, like, I want one of your dog, like, we'll take care of your, one of your dogs for a day. In my head, I'm like, that's going to take a little bit of a burden off of you, Ash. But in my head, I was also like, if I were you, I'd be like, absolutely not. You have no idea what it means to have a dog. You cannot have two dogs. No, that's, don't be silly. Honestly, I, uh... My dogs are, they're very good here. Ray goes insane when you come over, but for the most part, this is I mean, she's the, she just the cutest. She just sleeps all day. So, I miss her but so she'll much. Eat. She, uh, she, it's funny because I bet if she could hear your voice right now, she'd freak out. But I have headphones in so she can't. Like she eats at like one o'clock in the morning. Like she very is, she's very solitary. And then we'll only come out like when she can have her time. It's so funny. And at 9 PM, like on the dot, she's like, it's time to cuddle. This is my time now. And she like will not let me focus on anything else. If it's cuddle time with Ray. Yesterday, Myrtle was, uh, was licking my feet incessantly. And I was like, we're going to stop this now. We are going to stop this today because I've seen what this habit is. And I was like, I don't know what it is about my feet. I understand I got five stars on wiki feet, but like you dogs, chill out. Uh, So I was like, I'm trying to get her out of that. But my main concern now is that this dog is going to love me and she's going to love Dan, but she's not going to want to love anybody else. And it's tough. You know, I've seen, I, I have forgotten in the last three days that we're in quarantine. Like I keep forgetting. Because we would be tied to the house anyway. Like this would be our responsibility right. anyway because this puppy needs to go out every two hours. So I'll go out and I'll be like, ooh, people. And and the people are like, what are you doing? Where's your mask? And I'm like, oh, God, that's right. I don't have a mask. It's um, it's it, every – so to answer your original question, things are going fine. The only bad Good. news is the day that I picked her up was the day, obviously, that Mariah, friend of the pod, picked up formerly Jay, now Riley – um, and I Yay. tried, I tried to get over there so I could Good at least name. see her. So I wanted mm-hmm. to see her from a distance and be like, hi. Um, and I didn't even notice, but things were so crazy that I threw on my, hi, Steve. <laughs> I love what he said. Oh, sorry. Um, I, I was like just getting dressed and I threw on my sweatshirt and I'm like, oh, I'm wearing my sorry, go ahead sweatshirt. 
Uh, but we just missed her. She had just left. Oh, no. Uh, so I didn't get to see her. But um, she she messaged me. I haven't. I genuinely haven't had a chance to message her back yet. But she was like, if you're like me, you're kind of freaking out right now. This is a thing that helped me. So I'm going to send her this book, too, and see if that helps her. But, um, you know, these dogs are really smart. And because they're so smart – I love Steve. Because they're so smart, they're, like, freaking out by their inability to communicate with us. And, like, you just have to understand all the dumb, crazy, stupid things they're doing are just because they're, like, how do I tell you what I need? Mm. Yeah. There's, like – there's a rule of threes with dogs. I think if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. that wine went quickly. That's it. Um, yeah, I drank it's like it. the first three days is just a, a a chaotic mess as they're trying to like reorient because they're so confused. And then the first like three weeks, they're like starting to like settle. Mommy. Yeah. Come, come, I'm watching, mommy. What are you watching? Come. I can't. Why don't you go? I think you should see. I think you should go. It's a surprise. Go look really quick. Okay, I'm gonna look really quick, but then I have to come back. Okay, okay. you guys can bet on what it is. Okay, there. Okay. He said, he, "Wait, what's the what? Would, what was the tease?" He wants you to come look at what he's what watching? watching. It's a surprise. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna come see what it is. Uh, I see. This is. The, I told you, I'm a changed woman. Because if are. she told him no, uh, then that's like telling him that he can never come to her with excitement. Yeah, that's true. It's wise. What do you think it is? Okay. Um, I want to say it's uh, he's overselling it, and it's just like an episode of PJ Masks. Um, uh, yeah, probably. But if it, maybe he's watching uh, uh, the Eagles Super Bowl. Uh, okay. I, you know what? I Judging say- by her reaction, I want to say PJ Masks, but go ahead. What do you think it's going to be? Okay. I want to say it's Moana. Okay. Could be, that's good. Or um, it might be um, um, Coco. So yeah, because they sing a, the right. Coco song together. So Ashley, here's what we've we've decided. I said uh, okay. uh, I'm pretty sure he's overselling it, and he just wants to hang out with you. And so it's just probably mm. something. I love that you just smiled and then hid your smile to try to have a poker face. I was like, I bet he's overselling it, and it's probably just PJ Masks. Um, and then Jay was like, he thought it was Moana, and then I was like, oh yeah, mm. or Coco, which would be just basic things. Um, and then, mm-hmm. but I was like, but if he isn't over, maybe he's watching the Eagles win the Super Bowl. That would be worth oh, the sell. Um, but now I'm going to say my final answer, and then Jay, you'll lock in yours. My final answer is that he's mm. watching Mulan. Mm. Mm. Um, I think Jay? I think he's watching um, some sort of children's television show that pick involves one. trucks or trains. I don't know the names. Thomas is the only one I know, and I know it's not Thomas, no. but something like truck related. Okay. No. All right. Both truck of those adjacent. are no's. Okay. Who's closer? Both of those are no's. Uh, you are closer. Okay. I would say my, if we do a second round of guessing, which why not? We've got time. Right. My <laughs> son can navigate between Netflix, Prime Video, Disney Plus. Mm. Um, so he's watching Marvelous Mrs. Ex- Maisel. Extremely well. <laughs> he particularly likes uh superhero films and he felt the need specifically to come tell me he was watching this one because he knew I would be excited. Captain Marvel. Yeah. He put on Captain Marvel. That's He's too right. easy. He makes me so happy. Did you respond in a way that made him go like, "Yay, I did it." 
Yeah, I picked him up and I gave him a shoot. Hell yeah. It was like, great Let's job. Go, Let's get these female superheroes in your DNA at age three. Yeah. Because she's the strongest Avenger. She is. I mean, she genuinely Don't like, can't argue it. I know that. But people are going to argue it. Of course they are. <sighs> I'm glad that that happened. Yeah, me too. That's the nicest he's been all day. Jay, how's, uh, how's your thing? How's your life going? I'm good. I'm, I'm, uh... There is a dog here, just so that I can participate what in that kind conversation. Of dog? Mm. He's real cute. He's a he's like a Australian Shepherd Pomeranian mix. He's just so. Oh, cute. that sounds but, cute. Oh, that's a fluffy pup. Yeah, he's super fluffy. He's so adorable, which is endlessly frustrating because this is the only dog in the world that does not want to get pet, despite being oh, so no. fluffy. And so, like, he's like, he's such a tease. He's like, he'll, a like cat look at you, wag his little tail, and he'll be like, come over here and give me attention. Then you walk over, and it's like, no, and like runs away. And I'm like, all I want is to touch something soft. Yeah. Do you think, do you think maybe you smell? Ooh. Uh, no, it's with it's, no, it's everybody except for his dad. Like, his dad, uh, he loves. That's maybe what I'm saying. Dad, yeah, that's well. what I'm saying. I'm right. worried about because my aunt has a dog who's really cute and really sweet, but she loves dad and mom. And then everybody else, when somebody comes into the house, you can't say, like, hi, Danny, because that's her name. If you say it in a voice like that, which most people weirdly do, she's a Jack Russell Terrier. Yeah. yeah. Like, most yeah, people yeah. go, it's like, a dog hi, voice yeah. For sure. If you do that, she'll just pee. She just looks at you and pees. And you're like, uh. And my aunt was like, hey, do me a favor. I used to do that too. Yeah, my aunt was like, just don't used to don't like talk that. to her in that voice. And I'm like, but that's my dog voice. Like, I'm not going to be like, hello, yeah. Danny. I love you. Yeah. Like, it would be weird. Um, but so I'm just, um, I'm just really conscious of it. I can sense it. When I leave the room, she freaks out. Like, she, um, I'm mostly, I'm leading on the training. Dan is doing his best, but is also like, got a ton of stuff to do. Um, and so yeah. like when I leave the room, she'll freak out and he's like, she likes you more than me. I'm like, she doesn't know you yet. Cause you're, um, yeah. he's yeah. too much she of a, spend more time with her. he's also too much of a softie <laughs> when she does something wrong. He's like, or when she barks, he's like, Hey, and I'm like, Hey, when you do that, she thinks you're barking with her and she thinks you're both barking and then she's going to keep barking. Um, you got to just be silent and ignore her. And so every time she barks, he like looks over and makes eye contact with her. And I'm like, you're a do- you're being a dog to the dog and you <laughs> have to be the adult human. Um, and he's yeah. like, you're right. Oh, he's like really good at it. But I sometimes I'm like, am I training you both? Because it's too much. <laughs> um, but he's just too, he's like, I just want to tell her I love her. I'm like, but if you tell her you love her right now, she's going to be rewarded for the dumb sh- she just did. And so you have to right. not tell her you love her until she does a good thing. Um, and he's, you know, I mean, he's the best, he's like, I'm, I, I, you're absolutely right, which, you know, I love to hear. Um, and, uh, he's working on it. We're all working on it. You could just, you know, slide the book to like his. Okay. So the other day he was like, I understand. (laughs) I said, cause we've, I mean, we've been getting in fights. Look, I've said this before. Of course. We've been dating for like six months before that we were friends. Always we thought each other were great, but we started dating, which was already like shock to the system. This person I've known for a while is now my boyfriend. And then we essentially boyfriend. have moved in to get, oh yeah, sorry, my boyfriend. And then we've moved in together, which is like way too soon, but also like I wasn't going to be quarantined without him. And now we have a dog and like we are going through this crash course this is like sink or swim and so there's moments where we have these fights that i'm like 
I wish we didn't have, but I'm also like, this is good. We got to get this out somehow. Would have had them eventually. Yeah. And if we're not going to have them, then something, someone's not being honest. Like someone's protecting Mm -hmm. themselves and someone's staying closed off to like letting all of this in. So we have these fights. And at one point he said like, I know you're leading, but I wish that you would not speak to me in this way. Because if I'm trying to get her to do something and he does something that's the opposite, I'll be like, stop. And I'll put my hand out. Mm -hmm. And he's like, if I said that to my boyfriend, my boyfriend, normally, um, he'd, he'd, that'd be rude to be like, stop. It's like snapping at a waiter. But I'm like, I'm speaking dog right now. And every word you say or anything you do that's opposite of my body language, she'll respond to that. You can't have bad cop, good cop. We both have to be on the same side. So he's like, I just wish you wouldn't. And I was like, well, what if you read the book? And he was like, because mm. I kept thinking it. I kept thinking, like, I read this book in a day. I read this book in a day and you keep saying I get to be in charge. Um, and because I read the book and never once have you just been like, can I read the book? And so when, and then, or just, or just do it or just do it. And so I, uh, I, but I just, that's that's the thing is we don't, we men just speaking for that, this gender, we don't understand that. And to give him credit, to give him credit, to give him credit. (laughs) I, uh, there's a, there's a relationship you could be in that I've been in before where they wouldn't even respect that you read the book. They wouldn't be like, you run point. They would instead go, I know, I know things too. I, cause he's had a dog before and I haven't. So he easily could have been like, I know you read a book, but I know what I'm doing. And he's not doing that. But having having a dog, like being a kid with a dog in the house, is very different. Which, let me say, he learned because of this. And he said the other day, he's like, I just learned um, I didn't do shit. My mom did it all. He's like, I took her for walks, which I thought was annoying. She had to deal with all the other stuff. Um, yeah, but like, so to his credit, he wasn't like, I don't respect your knowledge. He, he was like, I know you read the book and I'm going to let you lead. Wonderful. But then there was a time where I just kept thinking in my head, like you could read it too. And he, he didn't, uh, never said it. So finally in a fight, I said, you could read the book too. Um, and he was like, let me read it then. And then I, afterwards <laughs> I was like, no, it's all right. I just wanted you. It's like, I wanted you to want to do the dishes. I wanted you to want to read the book. But um, well, honestly, though, why do we why do we let them get away with it? He should read the book. I know. Both train the, the dog. You should both read the book. He's also yeah, going through a lot. He has. So are you? He hasn't been home in like months, and he lives with a roommate. Yeah. Yeah, but he decided to go in have these on Myrtle. So, like, read the. Thank you. First of all, book. thank you. I really respect your jar rule voice. Um, like, second of all, I'm, uh, I'm sweating. I'm yelling right now. I, I understand what I'm you're saying. I'm not projecting at all. I was going to say in my, in my, in my lowest point, I've agreed with you. Um, but I also just feel like, you know, relationships are about give and take. And I know he's got, he's got stuff on his plate that he hasn't put on mine at all that I know is stressing him out. And it's just like the, the best thing I can do for him and this is what I mean when I say that, like, this dog has changed. Also, can you see her? She's sleeping in the cutest way. She's so cute. Um, with a little paw out the crate. Just the best. Oh um, but, like, the, the part of the thing that – part of the lesson I've learned is that, like, sometimes there are things that you can't understand that the other person's going through that they're choosing not to share with you, and that's very kind of them. And so, like, not mm-hmm. giving them credit for that kindness because you don't know it exists – is um is going to cause them to resent you. I don't know. I just want um he's doing he's really 
any other relationship I've ever been in would have failed by now three times. I've never met somebody that I'm like, I know this works because it's not working, but it's working. You know, at the end of the day, we're like, he'll apologize for everything he did wrong. And I'll be like, yeah, no, that's not your fault. It's actually my fault. That's such but that's the thing is like a working relationship, a relationship that works doesn't mean that it's easy. Right. It's not, that's not what love is. It's, you have to get through the hard stuff. And acknowledge that like you fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is that like, you've had this dog for three and a half days. Yeah. It's like, so crazy. It, it's, Gosh, it feels like six months. It feels like six months. I know it feels like it's been a hundred years because time does not exist anymore. But like, Ooh. it's been three and a half days, and like maybe he hasn't read the book yet. But maybe this weekend when he has, he's not going to read the book. I two hours. Right now. I love he's this man to death. He's not going to read the book. That. He's just not well, going to. I'll message him offline and be like, you "Hey, won't. bro, pick up you the won't. book." He's not going to read the book. Pick it's it okay. He's not. Do you think I could get his number though at some point? Now that we're talking about it, maybe I could text him. I could text him. Maybe. Um, God, I want to try to figure out what my first text will be to him. The really funny thing, the really funny thing is that, um, (laughs) like I've been reading the book. I'm keeping a notebook. I can't read it, but it's right behind me. You can see it on the table. I like kept notes on all the stuff I need to know. And I keep like a pee and poop schedule for her, which is like, what? I never thought I'd do that. Um, but like he, one day he like stopped and looked at me and was like, were you a really good student? And I was like, no, <laughs> uh, I was actually a trash student. I was good. Like, cause I didn't know I had ADD until I graduated college and I went to a, a psychiatrist because I thought I had depression, which runs in my family. And I do, but that my doctor was like, let me give you this test first. And he gave me an ADHD test and he was like, yeah, you have ADHD. Like, have, like, are you, do you procrastinate? And I was like, uh huh. He's like, are you late all the time? I was like, uh huh. And he was like, yeah, you have ADD. Um, so I was like, I, I always thought, cause my mom always taught me that like my, I was, she taught me I was lazy and I was like, I know that's not true. I read the books cause I'm interested. I take notes in class, but I'm also like, my brain just isn't motivated. And then I, it took a doctor to be like, you're not lazy. You just have ADD like very, very bad. Um, so to hear him be like, were you a good student? Um, and I was like, no. He was like, it's really impressive to watch you like learn and take it really seriously. He, he's also, the other day he told me I was responsible. And I, the first thing I thought of was like, if Ashley could hear you say that, she'd be cracking That's up laughing. True. Because That's like, I'm, true. I'm, I know me. I for, I'm the person who like leaves. If my head weren't attached to my body, I would leave it somewhere because I would just forget. Like we lost my glasses and I say weeks, it makes me feel better about it. We lost my glasses between like two locations at a shoot. I just don't, there's, if there's too much going on, I lose track of it. But like, I think it speaks to how important this is and how much I, I'm realizing that like, I'm responsible for a life that I'm like, no, I'm going to take this seriously. And I'm going to do, this is a sports podcast and we haven't mentioned sports once. We're still in friendly band. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I just, we can keep going. I cried on a podcast. You'll edit it out. You'll just, you'll make, you'll just use like voice modulation software to make it sound like I kept my shit together. (laughs) Um, We have it on video too. Oh, well, that's not Mm. necessary. (laughs) Uh, do we have any official pot? Wait, no, I'm not satisfied by being a, a complete dickhead. Jay, give me one interesting update about your quarantine life. Um, have you been going for runs that you like? 
No, I started doing, um, I stopped going on so many runs because I have a little bit more access to outside space. And as soon as like I could go outside without it having to be a run, I was like, Ooh, I don't need to do this as much. Hmm. Um, but I started doing yoga, which has been really great. Um, but one interesting update about my life besides that really, there's nothing. How many people are you in that house with? There's five people here. Um, two sounds that two couples. Sounds, oh, sh- I was just gonna say two that sounds cu- amazing. Two couples and me. Oh no! I was telling Ashley before the podcast started, and mm. that I'm not gonna talk too loudly because they're upstairs. Uh-huh. But um, definitely, like getting to the point at which it's like couple time, couple time. Me being like Ozark by myself in the bedroom. Let's go. Was this new season good? Um, Super good. Okay. Um, but I think also it's really important to take space and get to know like me a little bit better, yeah. which has been really interesting um, in a way because like I've for a lot of my life lived for a lot of my adult life lived with a partner, um, and so like this has been a really interesting time to be like you are going to get to know yourself alone, and like obviously it's in the context of these people and they're here and that's nice, but like. It's the same as it would have been in my apartment in the sense that, like, I'm spending most of my day and most of my night, like, just sort of with me. And that's really interesting, too. And really, like, getting to know, like, the things I enjoy doing versus the things that I, like, do, but I didn't realize I don't like. Like, going for Mm -hmm. a run. I'm like, I would do this all the time. Or, like, before when we were at work, like, you guys would always make fun of me for, like, going to work out before I went to work. Just me. It was just me. It was mostly me. Well, no, but, like... I did that because it was the routine of it. And then, like, I realized, like, being in quarantine, like, I don't like doing that. I like, like, doing my morning, having, because that's when I feel like I have really good productive thought. And then, like, Mm -hmm. taking a little chunk in the midday to, like, do some exercise. And that totally has shifted everything in the way that I do it. So it's cool stuff like that that's been cool. And then the rest of it is just, like, trying not to read the news. Oh my god! I haven't. That's kind of the blessing of this puppy. I haven't looked at the. I have no idea where we're at with this disease and like what's going on. Yeah. No clue. Yeah. So yeah. we don't have to cover that. Here. Great. I love that. No. I love that for us. Uh, yeah. I. I'm telling you, I have forgotten that we're in quarantine. I keep being like, "Oh, let's yeah, get this puppy socialized," and people are like, "Don't you talk to blessing. me." So you know, we did play the other night. One fun. I thought of my fun fact. So speaking of all the puppy stuff, like. We played uh, Puppy Tinder the other night. Uh, it was like Friday night and we were all having drinks and like hanging out in the living room. And um, my friend Fred who was like, yo, let's get on Pet Finder and find you a girl. And I'm like, okay. And so he's like, we like airplayed it to the TV in the living room and we're just like going through each dog. He's like, nah, she's not bad enough for you. Nah, she doesn't look like she's seen enough shit. Like, uh, the boneyard. Fun. Yeah, the bo- we went to the boneyard, and honestly, swipe right. Honestly, boneyard would be a great name. For I mean, somebody baby. better what? be getting to work on it. We were saying, well, no, and we were doing it on Petfinder because Petfinder is still kind of annoying to like navigate. Yeah, and yeah. we were saying we're like somebody needs to make Puppy Tinder. Like this is ridiculous. I don't that know just why. Like, pop up. I don't know why, but I never trusted Petfinder. I was always like, once I see, by the time they upload this puppy like data into the thing i bet it's gone already like myrtle they listed her um and obviously had like inside info because kelly was uh fostering her she's like okay they get listed tomorrow so make sure your application's in tonight 
And, um, and I did, and they got taken down after uh, like not even 24 hours because they had so right. many requests. So I was just like, I never trusted pet finder. I always felt like I was going to, they get you in the door and then they go, we don't have that dog anymore, but we have this one who's 14 years old and really emotionally damaged. And then you feel really guilty and you're like, I'm going to take that mm-hmm. dog. But I knew it wasn't, take, what, I knew I wouldn't be a good, an, a good owner for a 14 year old that needs special care. What no. pet finder is good for is um, getting you exposure to the shelters in your area. Yeah. Cause you can like, otherwise you're just kind of Googling it, but you're like, Oh, these, if they're on pet finder, they must be reputable. And they're like actively trying to like find these pups homes. So like what I used to do back when we were looking for Ray was like, look at pet finder, see how frequently they were getting pups and then like go to that shelter's specific website and right. check in on them there. Yeah. And that was really yeah. helpful. Or like there was the, um, there are certain companies that will like bring dogs cause we all live in the Northeast up from the South where there's like a lot yeah. of, yeah, yeah. Um, like the Carolinas and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think Ray was from like Tennessee or like, or yeah, I forget. Um, but they'll like bring them up and then have these like meet and greet events where you can go like actually meet them in person and then adopt them. But we knew that we like had our application in before the meet and greet and then just brought her home. Whereas like, if you had just shown up at the meet and greet, you wouldn't have gotten there. Yeah. Yeah. Man. So yeah, just yeah. Uh, people trying to get there. There's a lot. I mean, yeah, we're like all the dogs we were looking at were like in North Carolina, which I'm like three or four hours from. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see well, what that's happens. True. Yeah. I just, this whole thing just that's made me so sad. Jay, you're going to love Myrtle and she's going to love you. I'm so I'm like, so excited. I think about it all the time that I'm like, man, I just wish this dog could meet you guys because you're going to love her and she's going to go oh nuts for you. And like, Jay, you can watch her. I can like leave her with you for a week. Like it's going to be you can do shoots. Gonna, yeah. We'll do shoots. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll, I'll curate her Instagram. Don't worry. She's the, oh, She's the absolute. She really is the best. You guys are gonna love her. She's got such a good little puppy heart. I, I can. She's sleeping in her bag with her paw out of the crate oh, right now. That's it's so. Cute. <laughs> it's insane. I have so. We have so much more to talk about. But again, this is just the beginning of the podcast. So maybe we should do <laughs> an ad read, and then we can continue to maybe talk about sports, but probably not. Um. Okay. So Sounds all right. B- before we continue, uh, today's podcast, this week's podcast, brought to you by Simply Safe. Ashley, how would you like me to tell the people about Simply Safe? Can you tell them about Simply Safe as if you were maybe somebody in their thirties trying to appeal to a group of much younger people? Huh, so just like the rest of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, like you have to try harder. All like right. Speak in their language. Oh boy. All right. Uh, what's up, fam? What up, fam? Uh, you know, with all the uncertainty in the world, like it's mad random, um, feeling safe at home has never been more important. Um, you know, feeling safe at home is bay, you know, and that's why I want to talk to you about Simply Safe Home Security. It's chill. Uh, they're longtime friends of this podcast, Sports with Katie Nolan, and for good reason, you know, uh, Simply Safe has made it easy to finally get comprehensive protection for your home. Word. I don't know. What do the kids say? Crip. Uh, it's, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. You got to get uh, comprehensive protection for your crib. Um, there's no, there's no technician or salesperson or like boomer, you know, that needs to come and disrupt your house. 
You don't need to pay any whack monthly fees or sign a two-year contract commitment. Ick. You know, I want to live my life. It's all about me. Uh, you just order it online and you set yourself uh, up in under an hour. You should, um, you could follow them on tick. They're on TikTok. You just go on their TikTok <laughs> and you're like, what up fam? Let me get that security and they'll hook you up like right away, dog. Um, <laughs> in under an hour, which is dope. It's dope AF. If you ask me, <laughs> um, and then your home's protected or your, your, your friend's homes or your, you know, the, the place you rent is protected 24 seven. Uh, they got emergency dispatch for break-ins, fire and more all that. Sh- like you don't want to deal with that. Like you've got to update your Instagram. You got a following you're on your way to becoming an influencer and I believe in you. And so don't waste your time worrying if you're safe. Let's simply say do that. Like that's ridiculous. Honestly, like, um, and like, honestly, like literally 50 cents a day, literally. Well, wait, that's using it properly. Um, you know, whatever. It's like literally free. It's only 50 cents a day. Um, and we're, we're not the only fans of Simply Safe. Like me and my two, uh, homies here. Shh, homies? What do they call? No, cool. I know. What do they, what do the kids call their friends? Me and the squad, um, we're not, we're like squaggle. I know we're squaggles, but we're not the only squad that loves Simply Safe. Like US News and World Report, which is like something that your parents like totally love and they're legit as fuck. Um, they named Simply Safe best overall home security of 2020. Basically, it's like you went and you looked at the Yelp. And their Yelp was like five stars. And you were like, word, these are going to be the best tacos in the neighborhood. Um, <laughs> right now, at this moment, when you head to simplysafe.com slash Nolan, you all are going to get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial, which means it's chill. It's chill for 60 days. And if within 60 days you're like, nah, this ain't for me, like, fine. Just, like, send it back. It's not even a big deal, like, at all. Everything's – they're not going to be mad at you. Like, they're literally fine with it. Um, that's simply safe, uh, with an I S I M P L I safe.com slash Nolan to make sure. And then, you know, make sure they know that our show sent you, like we hooked it up. You got the hookup through us because if you let them know that we hooked you up, then they'll hook us up. And then we all got the hookup and then we're thriving. Hashtag. Oh my God. From simply safe and all of us here in the hashtag squad goals, we are wishing you safety and good health <laughs> word quarantine life. What that felt like a normal wow. ad read to me. Like that was super normal. That was pretty, soup snorms. That was soup snorms for me. Oh boy. Um well all right. Thank you for well, that. You're welcome, it. I guess. What happened in the news? Anything? Sports? Oh. Yeah. The well, XFL's dead, you guys. R.I.P. I saw um, I saw people covering it um, because again I barely look at my phone, but I saw people covering it in a way that was like the XFL folds after just this many games and they filed for bankruptcy. It doesn't seem fair. I'm not saying they would have succeeded, but it does kind of seem like having a global pandemic really keeps yeah. you from being able to succeed. Not a great yeah. hand to play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, for I, a... go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. For a, a company that is relying on large group gatherings to view right. know, their sporting event. Because we've talked about this before. They didn't um, – most leagues 
the expensive thing about them is the rights to air them. That's what everybody bids right. on. That's what networks bid against each other on. And the XFL in the first season wasn't was was giving it to like the rights themselves to networks for free. So that's why you saw like Fox and ESPN both had them because the the rights themselves to air them didn't cost the networks any money. And so they were depending on merch sales and like ticket sales and all of that Mm. to make an income. Mm. And so not being able to go to the games, they weren't going to be able to do the like fans, like no fans thing. And since I think there's no real ending in sight for the no fan situation, um, it's probably like, there's nothing they can do. Right. Still a bummer though. It's a bummer though. Yeah, I mean, it does mean that our limited edition gear is going to be worth. Just I like was thinking the same thing. I'm like, eBay. I'm glad I got all that gear because uh, <laughs> maybe know, right? someday we got that sweet merch. I bet you can years. get it now on sale. Yeah, but like it, that's like Beanie Babies when it when the market got flooded, mm. every they were cheap, and then now you if you got the good ones, you can sell. I don't it. know about that. With Beanie so Babies, the the Houston Roughneck stuff, right? What the good ones? Yeah, the good, Nothing. the good stuff. Whatever. The Vipers were turning it around. Thank God we won a game before they canceled the league. Yeah, that was that was fortuitous. But like, as a person who has studied all these different leagues that have tried to compete with the NFL, I will say this one does have the best excuse. It was like, ah, uh, mm, yeah, definitely. global pandemic really made it difficult to continue our league. Really, but I do but, hope. Um, uh, yeah, I hope that they take care of their workers. I don't want to speculate. Also, don't want to sound like I. I don't doubt that they won't, but, um, you know, it, it's, I just hope everybody's taken care of. What are you going to miss the most? Um, I think I'm going to miss the, the interview, the sideline interviews immediately <laughs> after For sure. Happened. Like, oh, you just missed that potentially game tying kick. <laughs> How do you feel? Yeah. Again, yeah. as like a, just as watching a, Diana run around. It's Diana so good. Crushed Diana it. Rossini, I think, made the case that she should be, uh, the Monday Night Football sideline reporter. During the XFL, Absolutely. because she, we've talked about this before. The 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 traffic of a broadcast is already a lot, and it's difficult because it's a live event, and anything can happen at any moment. Add to that that this one was completely different than any she's done before, and she never let it show. Even in awkward moments when something terribly awkward happened, she wasn't mm-hmm. like, "Oh, uh, she just rolled with it." It was awkward for her, yeah. but she made it less awkward for us. And I would say, I know she's a friend of mine, um, but a lot of sideline reporters are friends of mine. I would say Diana Rossini really made the case that like Monday night football is something she would absolutely thrive at. Um, yeah, absolutely. I also, as somebody who studied uh, all these leagues that have tried to compete with the NFL, because we did a monologue about it, which you should go watch. I don't even know if you can find it anywhere now. Um, she's trying waiting. to go it's look it up. On, it's an audio, <laughs> audio medium, but we're on video chat because we miss each other so much. Um, I I think that uh, one of the things about most of these leagues that we've seen is that their existence and the things like the differences they had, the changes they made to the game were the thing that lasted. So like the league itself didn't last, but they like, Oh, this league did this weird thing. And then the NFL adopted it. So I think the XFL may have lasted long enough that the things they did that really worked may get adopted eventually into the NFL. I mean, at the bare minimum, it doesn't make any sense why they wouldn't change kickoffs to model that because it just like, the, there's the same amount of excitement and 
reduces the chances of injury by like a huge percentage. It doesn't wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, like I don't think they're going to do that one point two point three point thing, but I think they might you know try to do more with the like miking up of players. Again, that's probably going to be something they'd have to like negotiate collectively bargain for. But like right. that made the broadcast super interesting. We're like, you just threw an interception that might have cost you the game, and the player being like, because these players are used to having to do like post game interviews, but also knowing that they want to get into the league, like having to do that instead of being like, screw you. I don't want to answer it. They had to be like, yeah, it was a mistake. Like I, I wish I could take it back. It was really interesting to see. Mm, totally. So, you know, shout out to the XFL. Were there any like specific, like I was going to say specific, which is um English. It's how the kids say it. It is. Um I didn't read like the, Depth, like most of these stories I'm going to tell you I saw but didn't read any articles about. Was there anything in depth about the XFL filing for bankruptcy that was interesting to you guys? I mean, I mean, I think it's, it's bankruptcy in stuff. general. Whew, yeah. so Who doesn't fun, love, fun, doesn't love chapter lead. 11? Um, <laughs> I feel like there, so I was looking up stats and there was only four total three point conversions that were converted successfully throughout the whole course of the XFL. Man. And I think that really is the true bummer. There was 10 total attempts, and I didn't get to see one live. I mean, I think I saw one live, and I was like, oh, okay. But, like, for the most part, I did see a lot of coaches used to coaching in systems where that was not the case. Uh, Go for it, or, like, go for a field goal where you were like, um, that's actually not the right move given these rules. There's no – that doesn't help you. Yeah, you are Uh, stuck in your old ways. That is hard, guys. Don't underestimate well, how hard math is. I just competitively actually- played Madden, and I'll tell you, math is very hard. Clock management, very difficult. Oh, yeah. Are we allowed Clock to talk management. about that? Or no? um, well, we can't talk specifically about who I played or how many games I played. But I bet we can talk. When does it air? I want to say this weekend on ESPN2. And once we get off the podcast, I can double check with the people in charge and make sure. Because if something went wrong in terms of scheduling and they had to blow up the whole tournament, then we'll cut this out. But that's the only the only thing I think that would keep it from happening. So we might as well talk about it. I got asked to do um, a turn a Madden tournament um, for ESPN two that's going to air this weekend, I believe. And at first it was like, oh, it's going to be these ESPN talent and like some famous people. But like specifically, I will say the name that was mentioned that made me go, okay, I'll do it. Was Mina Kimes. Because I've seen Mina play FIFA. And, um. You have. She don't get it. Yeah. And I don't get it. And so my whole thing was like, I don't want it to be a bunch of professional gamers and also professional football players. And then me, especially if I was going to be the only woman. Cause I didn't want to be representing women and video games and sports and be terrible at it. So if it was like Mina's going to do it, Mina, I know her skill level is about with mine, but probably her football knowledge is above mine. Her video game knowledge is below. So we would have evened out. Um, uh, and then uh, by the time I got the final list of who was going to be in it, it was all professional football players and like professional, like gaming people, super duper famous people. And then me. Um, and so I was like, Oh, I don't think I should do this. But then I tried to cancel, and it uh, turns out that a lot of people, like, scheduling was really hard. So, you know, I did it. I did it. I've played you Madden, like, twice. Once against Pablo. We were yeah. both equally bad. Um, it's I, a hard was, game to, like, learn how to play And that's the thing. The you know me. You guys both know me. If this were any other time, 
pre-Myrtle, um, if I found out I was doing a Madden tournament, I would stay up all night playing Madden the night before so that I would like <laughs> at least kind of know what I'm doing. And then I could be For like, sure. I'm bad, but you know, see how it went. I didn't have a second to myself. I found out at 2.30 in the afternoon that they needed me to play at 3.30 in the afternoon. And I had a puppy for two days. And so I was like, okay, uh, let me take my dog outside, make sure that she goes both so that it, she might not go during it, um, which she did. Again, these are the little blessings that I was like, ah, oh, everything's working. Came inside, didn't have time to do my hair or makeup, um, just had to do it. And, uh, and I, and I did it and I'm not very good at Madden, but I'm better than I, I know, but I'm better than I, than I could be. That's all I'll say. I got to better than you could be. I got to play against one or I don't know if that's grammatically correct. I'm better than I could be, could have been I better than I, I'm (laughs) better. I I had a glass of wine. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, can you grab the bottle that's in the fridge that's open and just walk that? <laughs> just walk that on over. I chill my red wine. I wish, I wish Ray could deliver me. Monsieur. I wish I had any oh, person who oh, would bring you have me a, a fridge thing. right next to you. That's true. I forgot about the fridge right next to me. It's literally it's next to you, Jay. But there's no there's Thank no you. seltzers Thank in there. There's just beers. Oh. What? There's no seltzer. There's just beer. So, um, so uh, I played either a game, two games, uh, or three or games, four games, five, five games. games. Who's to say? But I will say I played against um, pretty impressive persons. Wow! <laughs> it's cool. really hard to talk about yes. without being able to talk about it. Just be like, tune in this weekend if it airs and if yeah, not, tune I'll in. tell you better. Yeah, tune into it. Go look it up. You or should, don't. I don't know. Go watch it's it. It's when fun. it comes out, maybe. I don't know how good of TV. It's going to be great TV. I don't know how good of TV it is. It's uh, really We're tough gonna to play. We're going to find together. Are you tired or are you so stressed out? Yes. No, I am tired. I haven't slept in days. Again, audio medium, but Ashley has yawned like 16 times consecutively to the point where I'm like, this is, you should see a doctor. And you can't. No, it's... I can't. As Austin's been coming in the room at night. Um, yeah. How's he dealing with the quarantine? Not poorly. well. Yeah, it's it's going really, really poorly. We don't need to bring the whole thing back down. We don't. I, no, no, we're not bringing it down. I found an article today that was very helpful that was like, why is your child acting like a baby? And it was this whole like scientific thing about how kids, young kids in particular – but also like, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13, like when they're stressed or have anxiety, they like regress mm. and mm. like need to be comforted and go back to like behaviors that they've grown out of. Mm. So like kids who are totally potty trained will have a bunch of accidents. Kids who sleep perfectly through the night will like want to come in bed with you, which he never used to do. But now yeah. every single night will come in our bed and we've been like trying to get him back into his, which is like has just been hours of either like fights or me holding him or like whatever. And it's just been going on for, I can't, I don't know the length of my yeah. entire life. It's hard to gauge. Yeah. Um, but it's because like, or they'll like throw these meltdown tantrums that you're like, what are you doing? You've never been like this before. And like, you get angry and frustrated because you think you're being a bad parent, but it's actually like, that's just how they, how it, like the, the stress yeah. manifests with them. Um, it's the same I mean, thing with, with dogs and white, uh, like 
I know people get weird about comparisons between dogs and kids, but you're like, not saying your kids. Dogs adult. pick up on everything, mm-hmm. like right. your body language, your like your moods. Like they know something's wrong. And like I have felt stir crazy because I haven't been allowed to leave the house. But like also, neither has my kid. Yeah, like he right. hasn't. He hasn't. And he just anywhere. like he essentially in like the timeline of his life, he just learned about the outside world, and he's like, yeah, he likes it. And so now he's like, what yeah. about that thing? Why don't yeah. I get that again? So it's, right. It's been good. It's the, that article helped because I was just super frustrated um, and feeling like he was being a jackass. Um, but really, now that I know it's it's a stress thing, it like makes me want to comfort him more. And the suggestions are um, to actually like go over the top and <clears throat> baby them in a way that like you wouldn't have, or like entertain that behavior in a way that you wouldn't have before, mm. because that's what they need. But it's just meant. And like now that approach has, has helped my brain, but it, it's been a really. Yeah. But like, you really, can also, like, you should also acknowledge that like you, your adult brain thought that part of his life was over. And so you logically yeah. moved on to the next part. And so now yeah. I know that you're saying like, Oh, I, I recognize that it's okay that he's doing this. And I recognize that stress. You also need to recognize that like you're a la- the stress that comes to you from having to go back mm. to a part of your life you thought was over with taking care of this kid has to be, wild well it's honestly the like the not sleeping through the night is hard once you've been able to sleep through the night to then go back to not sleeping through the night is like oh that's yeah. brutal yeah you yeah, forget how hard it is to not sleep but the level of like anger in his tantrums like before he used to be like oh here's the thing that made you mad i get it and i have to coach you out of being a jerk because you can't get what you want you're not being a brat you know, like I'm parenting you now. It's like, there's, there are things like when we were earlier, when you're like, can we do the pod? And I was like, no, he was just flipping out. And there wasn't a reason. Like he didn't know why Yeah, it was just, he was just so full of, and he's up all night too, trying to run back and forth between our bedrooms. So it's like, he's exhausted and stressed out. And it's like these like violent, horrible outbursts where he says things that you're like, if you're a human and you said that to me, I would never talk to you again. And I guess technically as a human, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, man, has it been brutal. Just mm. brutal. I mean, I think it's probably tough too, because like, it's kind of like, kind of like what Katie was saying about how the dog can't talk back. But like if, at that age, like even though he might not be reading the news, he's definitely absorbing the like amount of fear in what's going on with this. Yeah. yeah. And like, not just the, like, I can't go outside anymore, but like understanding that like, there's a crisis going on outside of these walls. And like, it's scary and terrifying and you can't even begin to fathom it because you don't have the words for it. That yeah. must be really, really hard. It's like, I like he knows something's wrong. And I think he knows when Steve and I are getting like really frustrated with him. Like in this today's like tantrum, he was like freaking out. And like, I could hear him. I just gave him space and like left him in his room and he was crying and he was crying going like my family, my family, like my mommy, my daddy. And I like, was heartbroken and I went in there to be like, I'm here. It's okay. And he's like, no, get away. I don't want to see you. Leave me alone. Oh like, my God. Saying, oh I can't. my God. What the? And like, he was, I just sat on the couch and he was like, he would like come poke his head around the door. And if I tried to look at him or engage him or give him a hug, he's like, no, I don't want to. But he kept like creeping closer to me. Oh. It's so bizarre. Like he wanted to be near, like it was, I don't know. I'm like sweating. I just, mm. 
it's like that I don't, sounds impossible. It's impossible. There's no no way to deal with it besides falling off your chair. <laughs> 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 I'm really sweating so much. I'm gonna open this window. Sorry I think you should. Oh, I thought you were gonna open a beer. Mm. Uh, well, I already drank my whole one. I'm going to have another one. But Do you want to go get another one? Do you want to take a break and get another one? Oh, that feels better. Maybe I'm going through menopause. Katie and I will bet on what You're kind of beer you get. You're not going through menopause. Your life it's is gonna just, be the same. It's going to be the intense. same one that I just drank. Jay, is that wind really crappy for the audio? Can you hear me? It's okay. I hear nothing. Oh, that feels so much better. I hear a little bit of it, but God, it's okay. Nothing. My air conditioning broke yesterday, so right? I'm in the same Right, listeners? Same oh, my God. <laughs> You know, they're like, remember the sports you guys talked about for five minutes? We'll, we'll get there. Um, I, I, um, I used to obviously, I'm on the fifth floor, so my, um, my apartment stays warm throughout the year. I've never had to turn my heat on. I have my air conditioning on every day. Like it's, it, I keep it on all year round. I usually would leave for work, turn it off, come home, turn it on. My air conditioner is old and I've needed to get it fixed. Now at this point, I can't get it fixed because they're not really doing that anymore. It's not really an essential service. Yeah. It, I've had it on every day nonstop. And I was like, oh, my bill's probably going to be nuts. But what I didn't realize was that if it broke, uh, we were going to be screwed. So Ugh. it's also starting to get nice did outside. Um, well, it didn't. Did it break? It did a thing that it does a lot that I normally know the like way to fix it. So I'm like in the trying to fix it period. It takes a little bit mm-hmm. to decide if it worked or not. Um, so it's off right now. It's been off all day. And so that's why, I mean, the line is helping, but the cheeks are very red and I had my door open, but we closed it because a, it would have been too loud and B, um, she don't like it very much, mm. but you know, everybody's, we're all doing great. I meant to tell you actually earlier today or maybe yesterday. Oh, I hear the wind now. Um, yeah, but it's okay. No, no, no. Hey, it's making we'll you happy. It a little bit. It's making we'll you a little bit. happy. I'm um, just less sweaty. Yesterday, I had a moment with Myrtle where, and I've kind of already said this, but I I wanted to say this to you specifically. I wished that there was a word, you know, they always say like, um, I said it on the last podcast that like, there's so many words for snow in certain languages. Like I wish Mm -hmm. we had Mm -hmm. different ways, different words for sorry that weren't just sorry, because I was like, I should say to Ashley, I need a word that means like, I thought I understood and I didn't. Because, like, the thing I'm in now with Myrtle and the thing she's, like, unlocked in my brain is, like, all the times that you were, like, this is happening with my dog. This is happening with my kid. And I was, like, oh, my God. I get it. I get it. I didn't get it. I had no idea. Um, Mm -hmm. I thought I did. And now I'm, like, oh, I can see why I would have to cancel on something. And not that I think I've ever – I've really tried not to be, like, you can't do that. Blah, blah, blah. Because nothing's more important than your children and your dog. But, like, I don't think I understood how much, even if, like, we canceled the thing and it was totally fine and everything's okay, I didn't understand the lasting effect that you still were dealing with whatever that was that happened. Like, I I, I thought I understood. Like, I'm understanding of Ashley's life and how difficult it is. And I didn't understand. If I had Myrtle and a kid or, like, Myrtle and – you know what I mean? It's a – it is – like, even when she goes through her stuff, that moment's hard. But the afterwards of, like, mentally going back to normal for me is – I realized, like, man, you didn't mean what not well by – you know what I mean? I tried to mean well by 
understanding your situation, but I'm, I'm realizing now how completely off I was in thinking I knew what you were going through, or at least not, it wasn't uh, empathy in the way that I'd been through it, but I thought I was sympathetic and I'm realizing now I, I didn't get it at all. That is not something you have to say sorry for. I know, all. but I am. But no, I like nobody am. can, nobody can understand. Like we've said this, I think we say it every week. I'm going to say it again. Everybody's going through the stuff. Yeah. And everybody has something. And that is the most real and extreme thing in that person's life. And it doesn't diminish what you're going through. If someone else is going through something different or something that you perceive to be harder. That's, that is what it is. Everybody's got something. And yeah, we just, we should all be understanding of everybody because nobody can truly appreciate or understand what everybody's going through, you know? Yeah. Like Jay's trapped with two couples and God, like I did That's not know got. that Jay, that is the grapefruit Great of all seltzer. of them. I mean, not the best. Yeah. It was a variety. So, that's the thing is like, that was the best listen, flavor. There's one, we designated a, a grocery store person. That's the person who goes to the grocery store. He wears the mask. He picks out the things. You live and die by the grocery store person. <laughs> I am not the grocery store person. Oh, the it's so frustrating not being the grocery store person. Can we wait, why aren't you the grocery store person? Um, you know, I don't really have a reason for it's at my house. It's his house. It's like it's Yeah, the, but it's he's just, in a couple. Not, what you should be able to go out on these excursions on you. You mean oh, because I'm the one who would be like isolated. Yeah, yeah like you guys have your well. couple time and I'll yeah. go to the grocery store. No, I don't mean expendable, I just mean like, let me do it. I'll get the stuff I like because you guys get to like each other when I'm going to bed alone. Yeah, and the only thing I have to like is the food. Yeah. So if you bring back <laughs> shitty food, like that you that guy gets to like his it's food and his girlfriend. True. It's not fair. <laughs> yeah. Like put them on the so hard. Let me talk to them. I have some choice. Seriously. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh they got the sampler pack, which famously you don't the sampler pack, the reason they sell Rookie the sampler mistake. pack is because not everybody is likes because the flavor. they got flavors the they gotta offload that yes. they don't like. But what's the best no flavor in the pack? I, I want to say the grapefruit is the best version okay, of the Okay, because I was going to say, house rule, because look, we're all dealing with this new economy of the world of like, oh, what's valuable and what's not. What's valuable to you is new house rule. You guys have people. I get the best in the variety pack. <laughs> you guys yeah. get people. I, mean, uh, I get well, the I get last the cupcake. The, the I get that, the, the thing best that really in the variety pack. I lucked out get, with... You get the this stuff that they really would normally out, want because they all all of the all of the couples on uh, Sunday night were like, "We're gonna not drink all week long," and I was like, "Great, I'm gonna." Yeah, have I'm all gonna the drink goodness. twice. I'm gonna <laughs> drink probably go bad. I'll finish it. Yeah, off. you know what? It's, it. I totally, I totally respect your guys' decision <laughs> totally to be sober, cool. and I love I sober quarantine for you. But I'm gonna make sure this stuff doesn't go bad because what a waste of our money yeah, in this economy. Chug, 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 chug. Yeah, I'm gonna hell yeah. So that was like, I was like, listen. I'm not going to join you guys on that journey. Bless, but no, thank you. Bless up, you know. <laughs> um, oh, sports wise, yeah. so, sports wise, Christian McCaffrey. Grapefruit seltzer it is. It's fine. It's, it's going to get the job. Tell me, sixty-four million. I mean, it is a lot of money. That's a lot of dollars. It's a lot of money, and um, you guys both know I get very uncomfortable talking about athletes' contracts because I live in a world and have a job in which. People have discussed my contract and how much money I right. make. And my point has always been, um, if it's what the market dictates, you can't criticize it. Um, the thing with football that I now have to like 
reconcile because I did highly quarantined today and this was a question was like Christian McCaffrey are the Panthers making a big mistake the thing with football that makes it different from such and such network pays such and such person as much money is there is a salary cap obviously so you have a set Mm. amount of money and you have to spend it wisely Um, so if the question is was this a wise decision for the Panthers I think pretty unanimously the answer is a no (laughs) because if you look at um, other running backs who have been similar to Christian McCaffrey in terms of production and age, et cetera, et cetera, um, who then got big contracts, they've fizzled out. And what we've learned is that running back, while a valuable position and weirdly a very valuable fantasy position because of the shallowness Mm. of the position, Mm -hmm. um, in terms of building your franchise around a running back, it doesn't matter. There have been franchises with fantastic running backs who finish – you know, in terms of like the entire season, I keep saying in terms of because I've been drinking wine and I notice myself repeating the same phrases. But like, uh, it, you can have a fantastic running back who has an incredible record season and you're like 25th in the league. You can have, you can have like 19 running backs who are all nobodies and you can come in first. Like the running back position in terms of value to where you finish at the end of the season is unfortunately pretty low. And so to give this much money and this long of a, like, you know, four year extension, I believe there's also an option, but I don't want to speak out of turn because I don't know. I haven't looked at my phone. It's a lot of money for obviously an incredibly, incredibly talented and valuable person. But if you look at, you know, people will say, you know, he drops into the slot a lot. He's a slot receiver, essentially. Um, a couple, I think it's only like a difference of it's less than 20 times, uh, that Austin Eckler from the Chargers, uh, has been a slot receiver and he just signed a deal for like six million a year, which is an it's like a steal compared to McCaffrey. Yeah. Yeah. I will say though, like having parted ways with Cam, the Panthers yeah. now need He's McCaffrey. Their franchise player. He's like, they need a centerpiece. Don't get him. You got nobody. Yeah. But I'm saying yeah, uh, and I think if you're, if you're trying to draw, like lure sure. another Valuable. quarterback there. Yeah. They want that. Also they like, want that that player who's multifaceted, who can be your running back or your course. receiver. And like I, all your points I think are correct, Katie, but like Christian McCaffrey is is the special running back. Uh, but we've said NFL. that. We said that about Le'Veon Bell. We said Le'Veon Bell should sit out for a year and get the money that he thinks he's owed. And look now, like it's just a position. Well, that he it, played it, for the Jets. That's totally, it that's a totally it, unfair it situation. It is and it is, but he's going to be on, he's playing for, McCaffrey's playing for Carolina. You know what I mean? Yeah, but Carolina early. had an you offensive see, line. You see it a lot. It happens a lot. And yes, there's multiple variables, but like you're right that uh some of the value is in new coach, new offensive coordinator, got rid of Cam, They've got uh, Teddy. Like, it's everything's changing and new. You want something that's like, here's our centerpiece. But I think that the statistics show that making your centerpiece a star running back, while it may attract more talent in terms of signing contracts, in terms of the – if he ends up continuing to be the main part of your team, it does mm-hmm. not guarantee you success in a way that you yeah. wish that it would. And I think we're, what we're all saying is like, I wish it would. I wish talent – 
and being like a, a, an exceptional otherworldly talent was enough. But what we've seen, if you're just purely looking at numbers, it's not for running back. It's interesting too, because it applies outside of football. Like if you look at organizations, that's the same that you were saying about talent contracts. Don't, they don't have salary caps, but like you might have the most talented person in your organization, but if you don't, have the team around them to make them talented, then they won't succeed. As or well. if you don't, you know, use good. them properly. Right. Yeah. You know, is the thing I've it's an audio medium, but we're all smiling. No. That's um. <laughs> <laughs> a good note, Jay. A good I didn't, note. I don't, I wasn't smiling. My dog did something cute. So that's why I smiled. Yeah. I have no your dog idea. Da-na-na, you can all see your dog okay. Not all, <laughs> just the two of you. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to post this whole pod video on there. You know what? Oh, Go God. for it. I don't even care. Um, where would you even come post for me it? with blood? I don't know. I don't know. How does the internet even Reddit? put it on the Reddit? <laughs> <laughs> they would be fine with it. I saw a lot of people after our Zoom call thing say like, Jay, post the full three hours. As if people, I'm like, what you guys don't realize is like, we can't post the whole three hours because like, we know you guys would watch it. The people who are on it don't want to, they didn't, they were ambushed. We ambushed, mm-hmm. if yeah. you put it in its plainest terms, we ambushed a bunch of very famous people. And so the <laughs> stuff we showed you is the stuff that was like, look, we're not going to make anybody look like, di- nobody did anything bad, but also like, I wouldn't want a thing, whatever. I'm drinking. We are going to put a little bonus clip on Facebook. As so we should. That up. I wish we could put all of it yeah. on the internet, but we can't. Um, we can't. Also worth saying, here in the pod. Hey guys, um, not in case you're just joining us. If you've been here forever and you're like a trustworthy, wonderful friend, just know that I thought that wasn't going to work. That was an idea that, you know, Jay and Ashley can attest to. We've been kind of workshopping for a week that I was like, man, I think I said it on the podcast. I was like, I don't want to do this thing. I couldn't figure out how to really make it work. And I decided, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to ask my ESPN friends. And then we were going to ask all of our famous friends, but I went into it being like, I had a really long day. I'm going to pour myself my first glass of quarantine wine and I'm going to, mm. we'll just see how it goes. And if it doesn't go well, that's okay. And then um, I think uh, when Lin-Manuel, no, probably when Dwayne Wade joined <laughs> was when, because Dwayne Wade joined with a name that was not Dwayne Wade and all the boxes are so small. You can't really see any, you're kind of like squinting at it. You couldn't really tell who was joining. Um, and then when I realized it was Dwayne Wade, I was like, uh Oh, I got, I got too drunk. <laughs> Dwayne Wade was when I was like, mm, I wish I didn't drink all that wine. And uh, then the rest of the call, I think, is just me going, who brought you? Because I got drunk in the first hour. Well, But again, that's just a that's a little pod exclusive. Don't tell anybody because I could get yelled at <laughs> for that. But I um I Man. thought it was going to be a mistake and that it wasn't going to work out. So I um I haven't been drinking in this in this quarantine and I drank that night and uh, it opened the floodgates. Let me just say, but the drunkest mm. I've been in the entire quarantine so far, as of what's today? What's the date? The April fourteenth. Oh, tomorrow's tax day, but not really. Um, the drunkest I've been the entire quarantine was the, the Zoom call. And every famous person that joined, I was like, I wanted to be like, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's my show. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Wee. Um, Did you see the Wall Street Journal article? Nope. I can already say no. No, I did not. The, it's pretty funny. It alleges that the 49ers losing the Super Bowl probably actually saved lives. 
Oh, because is it because? Let me guess. I see this it in the fun. doc, but I'm not going to read. Go. Let me guess. Okay. Um, because I look, I'm dating a hypochondriac. I'm dating a hypochondriac 49ers fan. The first yeah. round of the playoffs, I want to say, he was flying to San Francisco to go to a game. And he was like, um, this was when, and I tweeted it, so there's proof. This was when I think there was like one confirmed or like two confirmed COVID-19 cases. And mm-hmm. he was like, should I not go to San Francisco? I'm freaking out about going to the airport and getting this sickness. And I was like, you friggin' loser. It's like a very <laughs> rare thing. It was big in China. We're going to be fine here. And I tweeted uh, when it said like confirmed case in San Francisco. I said like, shout out to all my brothers and sisters who are dating hypochondriacs in this trying time because uh, they were freaking out. Is it because if it had happened in, uh, if the Super Bowl was in, no, it wouldn't have been the Super Bowl. If more rounds of the, what, what's the, go ahead. Oh, the parade, you I got bet. It. The parade, mm-hmm. yeah. If they had won, the parade oh would have been God, in San Francisco yeah. at a time when it was there, but it wasn't like, oh, is this a seven o'clock cheer? I was just going to say it's seven o'clock and it's very loud outside. Yeah. Have they started doing car alarms in your neighborhood? No, thank God. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, I'm not in New York, but let's. I'm not in New York either. Do you guys not do it? Do you guys not do it where you are, Jay? We do it. Uh, I don't. They haven't been doing it here, but gosh, do do these people deserve it? They're working a hundred percent, but I so many lives. And that being said, the nature, the point of the seven o'clock cheer and clap is that we are rooting for these people who are doing an insane, insane thing. The point is not to make as much noise as possible. It's for everyone in the neighborhood. I'm holding treats. I know I look like a weirdo. Uh, it's for everyone in the neighborhood to, to give it up. And I love that. What I don't love is that people have interpreted as at 7 o'clock we go buck wild and make any noise we can. I live across from a parking lot, and people have decided that at 7 o'clock they're going to set off their car alarms. And what I don't get, and I'm not a healthcare professional, but if I were, I bet just like every other human, the sound of a car alarm is awful and annoying, and it means something bad is happening. So I just wish that we would continue cheering. Oh, Ash, your people keep it going way longer than Hoboken. (laughs) Hoboken stops at like 7.02 and a half. They're like, we're done. Um, But the only thing that lasts forever are the car alarms. They just keep them going. Mm. And I'm like, that's not actually mm, that's paying. It's like you're trying, your, your intention is correct, but you're, the way yeah. you're doing it is completely wrong. It's like my dad and my mom. My mom tells my dad, I hate jewelry. I hate tennis bracelets. I hate all of it. Any gift you get me for Christmas, I'm going to love. Just don't get me jewelry. And my dad is like, I'm going to get her the nicest tennis bracelet. And he gives it to my mom. And my mom's like, I don't want to be a jerk and be mad at you for buying me this very expensive thing, but I specifically told you I didn't want a tennis bracelet. You know what I mean? And you, when somebody does something so nice hard for when you, people don't listen. You know, just like you don't want to make too much noise. It's about what cheering. Did that flare, 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 flare. What's wrong? <laughs> and clap, and clap. I'm just setting off my air horn 
for the doctors. It's beautiful. It that, that works for me. That works. <laughs> Damn it! I was trying to give the doctors it. a no. It didn't even work because if I were a doctor, which clearly I am not, I would love to hear a fwen 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 in my honor. What I wouldn't want is And so I tweeted it the other day. I tweeted it the other day that like when we go back to being a society, can we all agree it should be one without car alarms? And I I noticed, I realized in reading my replies, I've got city privilege. City privilege in the sense that like in a town, in a suburb, a car alarm going off means a car is being stolen. It's crazy for the three of us to even consider that being a possibility. Because in the city, a car alarm going off means a dog barked too loud, somebody leaned on a car, or another car alarm went off. (laughs) Car alarms being set off by other car alarms makes me want to burn the world down. Because like I said, I live across (laughs) from a parking lot, and I've heard a million car alarms. I've never seen a single person rush outside to see if their car is being stolen. Everyone Mm. just goes, oh, whose car alarm is that? Even if it's your own, your first reaction is, oh, God, somebody make it stop. I hate car alarms. That's true. I would like some some statistics, some hard math on how many car alarms have worked. That's all I'm saying. Mm. I just want well, to see I how many times a car alarm has stopped a theft from happening. You don't know, right? That's what like TSA says. That it wasn't you know what? Stole. I really don't buy it from TSA, but I'm definitely not buying it from the car alarm industry. I think if we all were worried our cars were going to be stolen all the time, especially in cities where you can just peek out your window and check on it, we would check on it more and care about it more than if we thought our car alarm will go off. Also, what everyone's car alarm sounding the same doesn't make sense if you think about it logically. Everyone should have mm. a unique car alarm yeah. so that they know which car name. is theirs. It should be like, like Katie, ring- yes. Katie, My- Katie. Yes. <laughs> My- it's a great example, Ashley, because when I hear somebody's when I'm in an airport, I'm like, is that my phone or is that your phone? Is that your phone or is it my Because we all have that we, default we ringtone. We used to have ringtones. I wish we could. Though. I mean, I guess we could. But the thing is, now you can still change it. I, the reason that, like, I think other people's phones are my phone is my fault because I haven't gone in and picked my own ringtone. With a car alarm, it's like you can't pick your own car alarm. You get the car alarm that's programmed, and I don't think that's fair. So I think we should either get rid of them or – hi, I'm Katie Nolan, and I think that every person should have their own unique individual car alarm or be able to change their car alarm if they want to. Vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> It's an audio yeah. medium, but I just got big Can we? Can you? She gets uh, like the can, shoulder. If you, I love it. If you can add in eliminating daylight savings time to your platform, I'm definitely. Yes, Arizona <laughs> hears you and raises you the fact that they already did that. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm so going so to play baseball there. Let's go. Oh, We're all moving to Arizona. What a transition. Should we do another ad read? Yes. Yeah. Let's do another ad read. And then we'll wrap it up soon. We said today wasn't going to be a three-hour pod, but I think what happens, especially at this point, is we're like, oh, God, I'm talking to somebody who, like, gets me and isn't who I'm stuck here with. (laughs) It's nice. This week's podcast is also brought to you by Coors Light, who we have sang a lot about uh, recently. I think this week we should just, like, talk about them. And so, Ashley, Mm. how would you like me to talk about our sponsor, Coors Light, who we love so much? Okay, could you tell us about Coors Light as if you were 
a college professor giving a lecture via Zoom. Mm. But unfortunately, she oh. keeps getting interrupted by her husband. Uh, may I ask a follow-up question? Uh, no. No, you may not. That's a good um, answer. It's a terrible... <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. Is he naked? Like, is he is he, uh, is he in a compromising position? Uh, that, mm. I believe, can be left to your discretion as the okay. artist. Well, oh, and thank you for respecting my artistry <laughs> as I do whatever this is. Um, <clears throat> I'm just going to wait for everybody to come in. Hi, it's me, um, Katie Nolan, the professor of the Coors Light class. If you're here for any other class, you have joined the wrong Zoom link. So I'm going to give us a couple seconds here. I see, hello, Sharon. Sharon's here. Hello, Steve. Okay, so we've got a couple people. If my oh, let me switch to gallery view here real quick. Okay, I see sixteen <laughs> of you. So we're waiting for just four more. I bet Austin's not going to get here till about ten minutes from now. Am I right, everybody? <laughs> okay, make sure make just make sure your mics are muted. It's important that you laugh, and I see you laughing, but I don't need to hear it because our Wi-Fi connections are all very different. Okay, I see almost everyone is here now, so I'm just going to get started. Guys, do you ever feel like you're always on? That yeah. was that was a rhetorical. You don't need to raise your hand, Jay. Thank you. You can Sorry. I'm going to put your hand down. Um <clears throat> Do you ever feel like you need to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? Rhetorical. Uh, my favorite way to chill is simple. I just crack open a Coors Light. Now, this is going to be on the test. I'm saying that because I feel like if I were you at home, I'd be zoning out until I hear my professor say, this is going to be on the test. Let's crack out those notebooks or whatever you guys do. Nowadays, to keep notes, uh, there is only one beer. Again, that's one beer out there that's literally made. And it's it's like, hello? Am I cutting out? You're all frozen. Okay, there you are. There you are. Um, I said there's one beer that's made to chill, literally. It's Coors Light. Uh, The mountains on the bottles. That's mountains. Um, and, and the cans, bottles and cans, my bad. Bottles and cans, they even turn blue when your beer is cold. So when your beer is cold, what do they do? Don't say it out loud. Think it to yourself. That's right. They turn blue. Uh, that way you always know when it's time to chill. Uh, now is also a good time to let you know I can see your video feeds as well. And so if you want to make sure you're not in the restroom, um, just a general note, just a general note that we can see you. And so just like be mindful of, of that, you know, and everyone else be mindful of the fact that it's natural. It's natural and it's not something we need to, um, to bully about or, or tweet about, especially not with a hashtag. Uh, where was I? Okay. Um, so when you need to hit reset, honey. Yeah, no, I would love to get into this. I'm just in the, I'm on a chat right now with my class. Uh, sorry, when you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's all, it's mountain cold refreshment. It's made to chill. Um, if the pace of things is where I just said, I can, I can talk about this and I understand 
I don't want to take away your agency. I don't want to rob you of your agency. And I completely understand where you're coming from. And this is an argument you're going to have. And I want to be respectful of your right to have it. But what I'm saying to you right now is we have an audience of about 30. Austin did did check in. So 31 people. Uh, and I'm going to need to, I just, can we fight about this? This is hard. Mortal combat style later. Wow. Okay. Um, sorry. I was just, uh, I was just, uh, itching my back. So if we, so, uh, if the pace of things is wearing you down, take a moment, pause, refresh yourself, you know, like shower, maybe once. Um, and, and when, sorry, what? No, I'm, it was, I was, I was doing my job. And when you choose to turn off, reach for the one beer that's made to chill. Coors Light is brewed with a three step cold process. Whenever I do this with my hands, guys, it's a good sign you should take out those pens and that paper because I'm going to number things and that just makes your notes easier. Um, they like when I talk to them like that. You're not the teacher of this class. So why don't you, <laughs> instead of giving me notes, why don't you let me do my job and you do your job, which is what again? That's right. Ooh. Unemployed. So why don't you just leave me alone? Jeez. <laughs> I would like place. I would like to have this conversation with you in a way that isn't combative, and I can't do that right now because I'm in a combative place. So what I need you to do is thank you. Three step cold <laughs> process. Cold lagered, cold filtered, cold packaged. Again, cold lagered, cold filtered, cold packaged. Um, and so it's actually made to chill. I've said that now twice. Another good sign. It'll be on the test. The mountains on Coors Lights, cold activated bottles and cans turn blue wind chilled to perfection. Um, you know, born in the Rocky mountains of Colorado in 1978. Coors Lights refreshing. It's crisp. I'm doing the hand thing again. Refreshing, crisp, only 102 calories. What, what three perfect bullet points? Uh, that's why Coors Light is the one I choose as opposed to being the one I'm stuck with uh, when I need a moment of chill. So when you want to reset, reach for the beer that's made to ch- – I mean, it's uh, it's in the fridge. Yeah, it's behind uh, the beer. Yeah, it's right in the back. Um, so reach for the beer that's made to chill. You can have Coors Light delivered by going to – that's important because I know you're all stuck out there and need a drink. Right, Christine? Um, but if you can get it delivered, just go to get.coorslight.com and find local delivery options near you. Celebrate responsibly. That's number one. Coors Light Brewing Company. That's number two. Golden Colorado. That's number three. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Um, I'm going to class dismissed. I know it's only been a couple minutes, but I um, <laughs> I need a Coors Light. So bye, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Turn off your video before you take your pants off. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. And my wow. Coors Light that, is empty. That wow. went to a... That was specific. My husband yeah. was interrupting me. I'm trying to do my job. He needs to respect me as a woman. That's fair. Um, I, here's a question. Did anybody watch The Bachelor listen to your heart? No. I have a follow-up question. Did either of you watch The Challenge? I did. 
Yes. Okay, okay I did. I want to talk about it. We. Uh, I watched uh, two episodes. Yeah, that's all there is. Okay, right? I didn't know. I have no idea. Actual timelines versus my timeline. Yeah, I think there's two. Do you want to give us a challenge update? Doodly do. Yeah, like maybe more intense. Doodly do. Doodly do. Challenge. Do 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 doodly do. That feels right. Um, hi. 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 I'm Katie Nolan. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. And this. Hi. And this is the Jay, have you watched it? Are you oh going my God. It completely slipped my mind. I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. I no, left. Don't be sorry. I left this podcast being pumped to go watch the challenge and then it um, like walked out of this room and immediately forgot. Um, that I keep talking about that. I'm going to give Myrtle a treat because she's crying and I, I know why. So give me one second. You guys, uh, Phil, just Phil. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so what happened on the challenge? Well, we have to wait till Katie gets back because she's so. She did text me. I hope she says something about PEMDAS because she texted me about it and mm. it made me laugh very hard. I'll remind her if she does that. But I did hear. I'm frozen right now, so whatever you're saying is probably great. Part of the Hi, what are, we talk- what are we talking about? I, oh, yeah. I did hear that Listen to Your Heart was really bad. Yeah, so that's what I think we're just not going to watch it. I heard it was really bad. So, hi. I'm Katie Nolan. Hi. Uh, hi. Hi. Wheel. I'm Katie Nolan. <laughs> and welcome to your The Challenge Total Madness, Madness. Update. Uh, flames. There's flames. I know it's an audio medium, but there's flames flying out of my guitar right now. Um, so, lots to talk about. I've missed a couple seasons of The Challenge, so I don't know what's happened between... That was quite a, a quite a yawn, and maybe you could wait till I'm done. She's already bored. Um, so <laughs> I I've missed what happened between the first season that they made it international. I don't remember what I think that was thirty, but I could be wrong because we're on thirty six now, and I feel like I haven't missed six seasons, but who knows? So um, basically, this season it's total madness. TJ seems like he's really you know TJ has always been TJ Lavin. He's the host. Um, he's always been like I don't like people who don't try. I don't like people who just skate by. I don't like it. Um, so he's really leaning into that this season. And so the first challenge that they have is uh, you got to do this thing, and if you don't do it fast enough, TJ is going to eliminate people by driving a tank over them. Which is a level of, um, hi Ray, a level of, uh, participation by TJ that we don't normally see. And, um, so that happens. TJ gets really involved. Bananas is there. CT is there. Wes is there. Um, trying to think of other people you would know if you're a challenge person. Um, who's the girl I'm trying to think of that's Nani? Uh, Nani, thank you. Um, and, uh, you know, we've got that British blonde woman who was, is, ends all of her sentences talking Melissa? up. Melissa is her name and she's here on Melissa. the challenge. It is Melissa and she's on the challenge and she's pretty sure that everything's going to be fine. And she's really, <laughs> uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. That's, That's crazy how she good. Talks. That impression. Kyle is just really is. difficult. And I'm not sure what he's going for. And so I'm just trying my best. And I think I'm pretty talented. And so I just need to prove it to all the people when I'm on the gauntlet. Oh, my God. She ends all of her sentences up. It's in. 
infuriating. Jay, you need, you um, really need to look up I how need good to watch that it. is so that you can appreciate. I'm, I'm going to watch so the show. Just write it down for an ad read. In my alone time. Uh, so she's there. Kyle's there. Kayla is there. Mm-hmm. I can't stand Kayla. Um, and I really want to. I really want to like her, but I don't. There's a bunch of people I don't recognize, but that are called vets, which means that they must have been on seasons before, in between the last one I watched and this one. Uh, one of them, or maybe that girl's new. Who's the girl that Wes and Bananas give the pep talk to about how to give her speech, and then she oh she's them? Uh, she's new. She was from the Amazing Race. Yeah, she was from the she Amazing Race because she sure yeah. doesn't seem like she knows what she's doing. She's super hot. Yes. Super, super attractive. Her body super is like, hot. oh man, why is a your Wonder body Land. like that? How is it? Yes. yes. Why is your body six <laughs> flags? I don't understand. Um, body is six flags. But she, uh, dipping dots and everything. But she, so, uh, there's a lot of people that you recognize, a couple people that you don't. They basically find out that this week, uh, this year, instead of living in like some grandiose, wonderful house, they're in like a bunker. And they've got these like very uh, military looking bunks, but there's also this like pretty cool space, but it's underground. And so like these people are not going to get any sunlight, which you might not think is a big deal, but They're there's like never, us. yeah, there's never <laughs> been a deficiency of D on the challenge. Wow. And this may be the first time we wow. deal with that. Speaking of an abundance of D, um, this season we see Bananas and Wes who have always been head to head. They've always been rivals. We see them kind of teaming up. It's very much, um, spoiler alert. It's very much billions, uh, this, this was it the fourth, the season that, uh, Axe and what's his face team up. It's very much that. Where like the two bad ones or the two like enemies, rivals forever, uh, become mm. like, let's work together and see what we can do. Uh, I like it less it's than. It's the heroes villains season. Yes. I like it less than even that, which I didn't like. 12 year old reference. It was really good. I like it less than even that because, uh, when it happened in billions, I was like, "Mm, I don't really buy it. When it happened on this show, I was like, Wes just acted like a child and was dumb and too angry. And bananas, who's very calculated, was like, let's be friends. And I wish that that didn't happen either way. They're now, um, friends. And then there was, uh, Ash, I'm too drunk for this. There was a, um, <laughs> there was like a, what the twist Hi. is that, <laughs> the twist, the twist was that, uh, if you don't, if you're not in a elimination, you can't make it to the final, mm-hmm. which I know they say is unprecedented and it's the first time, but I'm pretty sure. And I will go back and fact check. There was a season that happens exclusively on an island. It was very Survivor-esque. So I would guess that it happened around when Survivor became popular, where they all got marooned on an island. And you had, in order to get into, uh, I guess you didn't have to get into the final. But in order to be one of the people that was definitely in the final, you had to earn a key. And the way to earn a key was to take it from someone who had it. And to take it from someone who had it, it would take them on a final. But I think there are people who didn't have to go to, or not a final, a challenge. There are people who didn't go into a an elimination that still made it to the end that just had to buddy up with somebody. Who, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, point is, unless you're in an elimination, you can't win. And so there was a... Um, I'm going to get all the episodes mixed up. Point is, I texted Ashley because PEMDAS was not respected. 
Did you notice that when you watched it? I did. They weren't. So for those people who aren't super into math at home, there was like a math equation section of like the. And famously people on the challenge, people on the challenge are very bad at math, grammar, vocabulary, trivia Mm -hmm. in general, puzzles sometimes. It's just like a thing that's like. You're either strong or you're smart. I know that's not real in real life, but on this show, it's a trope that holds up that you really need. And so when they do equations, they're usually, to a person watching at home, you're like, oh, that if it looks too easy, you're like, maybe there's something I'm missing, but most times there isn't. Yeah. So it's just a math equation that was just numbers in a row with plus minus divided by multiplied by blah, blah, blah. You had to get the, solve it, put that number somewhere, move on to the next part. Um but PEMDAS, PEMDAS is what? Oh, do you call it PEMDAS? Exponents. That's fair. That's fair. Parentheses, exponents, multiplication, multiplication division, division uh, addition, uh, subtraction. So you're like it's- to do the things in that order. But on the internet, you'll see on- every now and then somebody will be like, solve this math problem. If you got 17, you're wrong. If you got 27, you're wrong. If you- And so there's people who've been like, how is that not 17? It's 15 plus whatever. And then they go in order, like left to right. And then there's people, some, it's always, it happens like every couple years. And somebody goes, you're all forgetting about PEMDAS slash PEMDAS, uh, which sounds a lot more fancy. Uh, but you're all forgetting about order of operations, which is you got to go these, which is helpful in terms of when you learned exponents that you were like, oh, I do the parentheses first and then I raise it to the exponent. But whenever we got to the MDOS part of it, I was like, well, that <laughs> it should go left to right for multiplication, division, addition, and subtraction. So when I was watching it with Dan, I was like, um, this is the number that she's saying going to be wrong because PEMDAS. And he was like, hmm. And uh, did I just say DOS, even though I just told you it was hoity-toity sounding? PEMDAS. That's, uh, you know what? I think I don't Whatever. think it's meant to be said out loud. <laughs> and he was like, what are you? are right. He was like, what are you talking about? And so I was like, oh. And I, in my, I'm like, oh, uh, the answer is actually going to be this. And then uh, whoever it was said the answer and got the okay from TJ. And I was like, I overthought it. I overthought it. <laughs> uh, we're not using PEMDAS. We are just going just in order. And that just really speaks to the challenge and how little they care about that part of it, more about the physical challenge. But anyway, um, I don't have a, I don't, I'm not prepared to get a challenge update. It's just really good and we should all watch it. It's good. You should watch it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to catch up and then next week I'll be able to. Hi, for real, for real. Hi. Um, I'm going to watch it and take notes. When does the new episode come out? Hey, that's your bed. Um, okay. Okay. So I'm going to watch it and like take actual notes so I can give an update. And I, this yeah. is what I can actually promise I'll do as opposed to very cavalier because boy, that very cavalier one was tough to watch every week. And so I kind of bailed on it. Um, but the challenge, man, it's back and it's better than ever. Oh, what's up, bitch? You can't Myrtle. be Birkin now. Oh my God. She's trying I wonder to how her she's going to like you singing. Uh, she's going to hate it. Why do you bring that up? Oh, I don't know. I just was, I, th- I feel like we have time for one more voicemail. But. You know what? Before we have well, time for one more voicemail, I feel like we need either erotic news of the week or if you don't have one of those, I'll take French news of the week. Jay, which one do we have? I prefer French if we get a choice. So I did some soul searching this week oh. and I th- 
everything that we once loved must come to an end, but new things also grow from those endings, from endings come beginnings, as uh, vitamin C once said. What are you so, talking about? Uh, what is this for? I think that we have seen the end of the erotic news of the week. What? Yes! And we will now see the beginning yes! of the French news of the week. Yes! I just little blessing. Really? Little blessing. Really think that's where we are as a society. Oh, what a gift. Uh, and so, without further ado, Adieu. bonsoir. Oh. Bonsoir. <laughs> Say it back. Bonsoir. bonsoir. Ça va? Ça va. Oui, ça va. <laughs> <laughs> Ça va moi aussi. Turn the uh, music down a little bit. Je m'appelle okay. Katie. Elle s'appelle. Elle s'appelle. Uh, do you say Je suis la jeune fille? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bonsoir. Uh, my name is uh, Jay Wolf. This is the French news oh, of the God. week. Hold on, Tim, out really quick. How do you say wolf in uh, French? Because I feel like. Le, le, le. I am uh, Jay <laughs> And this is the French news of the week. Uh, you know, in France, we have very advanced scientists, and uh, some of our scientists have discovery made discoveries this week. This week, they discovered that uh, smoking cigarette is good for you what? against COVID nineteen. <laughs> they see that uh, very very few people who smoke cigarettes have acquired COVID nineteen, and therefore, <laughs> it is actually better to be cigarette smoker against COVID nineteen. Oh my god. Then, uh, not cigarette smoker. This is not paid for by the tobacco lobby. <laughs> this is a French science. We are France and we believe this. Now, of course, if you smoke and you get COVID-19, not good for you because you have bad lungs. But you do get to not get it as much if you smoke. <laughs> oh this God. is a French scientist. Uh, his name was, uh, Jean-Francois Delfrazi. I mean, so not French at all. Are you him. sure he's French? <laughs> And uh, also, this was corroborated, this is a big English word I use sometimes, by uh, Dr. Sandrine Baluzard, and she also believes this to be true. So, this is the French news of the week. I'm not saying you go smoke, don't start to smoke now. But if you do smoke, maybe you're better off against the COVID-19. We don't know. Uh, no, we, do, okay, we, do, we don't know. Au revoir. We do not know. <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, France, I respect you, and I believe in everything you're doing most of the time. Smoking is not better for you against COVID-19. I feel pretty confident that smoking is very bad for you. I also feel pretty confident as a person who once smoked, I would do anything to smoke a cigarette right now. Quarantine, nothing has made me want to go back to smoking like quarantine has. And again, it's just like that Frenchman just told you, don't do it, it's bad. But my God. Would I kill for a cigarette right now? Well, I've never smoked a cigarette. Good. And don't ever. And to everybody out there, don't ever, ever, ever do it. Which I heard and I did it anyway. And now I'm like, boy, I sure wish I listened. So hello, fellow kids. It's me from that ad read before. Uh, <laughs> don't do it. Because it's not good for COVID-19 or coronavirus. And also, I've met a lot of people recently, not recently because we haven't met any people, but before quarantine that were like, yeah, I started, I started vaping. Like I just started hitting a vape. And it's like, did you smoke before? And they're like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. 
It's bad. It's an addiction and it's very hard to get over. And some of us are doing a great job, but they sure wish that they were. <laughs> oh boy. When you start feeling more stressed than you've ever felt in your life and you've done a really good job of getting rid of the thing you used to do when you felt stressed, but now the level of stress is so high, your first instinct in your body is like, go back, just like you were saying with Austin, you're like, go back to the last time I had a stress and I'm, and this is what I did. It's like, my body's like, give me one of those things. Back then, it was to help me get through that. That's nothing compared to this. So give me one of those things. For him, his thing is tantrums. For me, I'm like, oh, my God. I w- if I could just have one. Just give me one. But I haven't. And I'm never going to because it sucks and is bad for you. But, boy, to people who pick them up now, I'm like, just don't. Please just don't. It might make you feel good for a little bit, but it'll make you feel bad for a long, long, long time. Don't do it. Don't smoke. Not in an adult, weird mom way. But, like, just fucking don't do it. God, do I miss it. Okay. Um, yesterday, Myrtle ate a uh, the plastic cellophane top that you rip off of a pack of cigarettes that if you've ever smoked them, you're very familiar with. And even just yeah. taking that out of her mouth, I was like, of course. Of course the thing that was going to hurt my dog is the thing. That, okay. Um, today's podcast, uh, we have time for one more voicemail. We're all going nuts in quarantine. We have time for one more voicemail. Before we get to that, this podcast also brought to you by God every time. There it is. At least there's one consistency. And so I say, be me undies. But, uh, podcast also brought to you by me undies. And so Ashley, I literally can't uh, do it. Shut up. So Ashley, how do you want me to do it? Um, well, I'm upset that Myrtle's not going to hear you sing, but in honor of Jay, who just went down a Weezer wormhole, can you sing us me undies to say it ain't so? (laughs) I sure can. And I'm happy to do it now that my roommate is gone. I can do it like old times. Uh, you want me to do it on my phone, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Cause that worked. Okay. Here we go. Is that loud enough? Too loud? How do we feel? It's perfect. Okay. It's my jam. Me and me. Oh, yeah. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) It's officially spring, which means it's a... It's early spring, cleaning time. Yes, that's a thing. And if you're not doing it, you should. Especially, God's gonna go so slow. With your underwear drawer. <laughs> and your relation. Ship with toxic old tattered undies and move on to a membership with the softest. Oh God, I messed it up already. Undies to a lever. Grace your nethers of pressing star for spring. <laughs> Why would you need another 
D membership. It's one of those songs where it all kind of sounds the same, so it's hard to know yeah. which verse. Is it slip on the telly? Yeah. Honestly, because it's fun, it's an easy way to give your future self a present. Each month, a membership from me on these is full of perks. Wow, wow. Likes I watch savings, early access, free shipping, <laughs> and new ridiculous and soft undies delivered to your door each month. Building your undie collection makes your adult life easier. More undies equals less laundry. It is science. I love my soft undies. They are so great. They get delivered to my door. Me undies has a great offer for our listeners. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For This is on a Especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. <laughs> to get your 15% off your first order free shipping. And uh, uh, to get your 15% off your first order free shipping, a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash Nolan. That's MeUndies.com slash Nolan. Um, no, don't clap for it. Again, that's one of those songs that you're like, am I in this verse or this verse? And I was in the wrong verse for most of it. Here's the thing. I'm glad. I'm glad Myrtle was gone. Because she would be barking <laughs> so loud. She'd be Aww. singing back up. No, she'd be like, Aah! Anyway, Jay, do we have time for one more voice? Now let's hear it. You know we do. Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. <laughs> this is Emily calling from Charlotte, North Carolina. So my boyfriend and I just finished the Tiger King, and wow, that was quite a ride. So it got me thinking... If you could know the truth about one unsolved mystery, oh what would you want to know? And currently, I just got to know what happened to Carol Baskin's husband. <laughs> like, I'm not convinced that she fed him to the Tigers, but I'm also not convinced that she didn't. Mm. So, yeah. Anyways, hope y'all are staying safe and staying sane. And love you mean it. Bye. Emily, what a question. Um... But also, like, you do know what happened to Carol Baskin's husband. Let's be real. In Tiger King, 
in Tiger King. Carol Basket, the uh, what's his face? Joe Exotic is like uh, he. She fed him to the tigers, and then later he's like, I can guarantee you, he's buried next to whatever. Like he conflicts his own story, so I understand why you're confused. Uh, man, this is really tough. As a person who used to go real deep on um, like true crime podcasts, there's a lot of unsolved mysteries I would like to know the answer to. I think if I could pick one, and I'm doing this off the top of my head because I don't know if I mentioned this, but I've adopted a puppy, so I haven't looked at my phone. I didn't prep for this. You have? The guy who jumped out of a plane. You know, the guy who, the guy who was plane. in a plane and he hijacked it and then he jumped out over certain, um, uh, over like a place. You guys know, he's like the most famous. It's like a initial, initial last name. You guys talk amongst yourselves, then I'll Google it. A.A. Milne? No, nope. <laughs> yes. That's the person a. who a. wrote a. We Need the Poo. I, know. I, know. <laughs> I was like, no, that's actually, this is perfectly fitting because you thought of A.A. Milne and I thought of E.E. E. Cummings. Why, so, everything why, did I, why did I even get out of the plane today? No, that's a burger place. It's good. It's a good burger place. Uh, BB King. No, guys, talk oh, about yours. <laughs> Let's just name people with uh, the J.K. Simmons. No! J.K. Rowling. <laughs> R. Elstein. Oh, nice. D.B. Um, Cooper, dickheads. <laughs> it was D.B. Cooper. I would like to know. I've oh. never heard that story before. You've never heard of D.B. Cooper? No. I'm going to Google it. Okay, Google it later. What's your answer to the question? Mine, I have, there's just one question I need to know the answer to, and that is, what is the meaning of Stonehenge? It's one, fascinated by it. Really, a, it right. is. It absolutely is. I want to know how it got there. I want to know why it's there. I want to know everything about it. It also brought back a video to my life from uh, several years ago uh, that you should go look up. Just type in. I don't know how to pronounce it. Y-L-V-I-S. I pronounce it like Elvis in my head, like Elvis. I don't know how to actually say it. Stonehenge and enjoy. It's this comedian who sings. Do you remember, Katie? Do you remember the uh, music video? I know one of those. What does the fox say? What does the fox say? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same dude who made a video about Stonehenge. What? It makes me laugh, and I recommend it to everyone. <laughs> That's it. That's my answer. You've never recommended it to me, but all right. Well, just now because I forgot it existed. I made Jay watch it before the pod. It was good. No, I had an answer, and then I was like, I also kind of want to change my answer to what is the meaning of Stonehenge. Uh, I think I I really like remember staying up wide awake listening to Serial Season 1 because I really just wanted to know mm. if Oh, Adnan that's a good one. That's and a good I think one. I would want to know if Adnan did it or not. Or what do you Jay. think? I don't think he did it, but I think... He was involved. Huh. That's right. my gut feeling. You think he like, was the J maybe, of the real story? Maybe. That's very confusing. Just and that J was the life. Adnan? Maybe. That's fair. I don't also know. the What about know. the little girl who went on vacation with her family and they went back and checked on the kid every few... Oh. Were you going to say John Bonnet Ramsey? No, that, that one I would really also love to know. But no, this one was... Yeah. um. More recent than that, it was like they went. The, a bunch of families went on vacation together, and then like they left their kids all in one. They just did a Netflix thing on it a couple oh, years ago. What's time? Um, and they, it was like they left the kids alone, but they went and got dinner. But 
somebody every hour had to go back and check on the kids, which I don't recommend being your strategy. And the reason is one of the kids got taken. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, if we're allowed to say more than one, I'm also going to throw yeah. out the lost colony of Roanoke. I grew up going Yours to the Yours are all banks. like ancient yeah, and real. Mine are like true crime podcasts I listen yeah. to. Would love to know. We're a little mm. different and that is yeah, what makes right. us friends. You're right. Uh, so yeah, lost colony of Roanoke. And then there was a boat. God, it's something that Alice ship. Oh yeah. Mystery. I also want to know about Berm- the Bermuda Triangle. All oh yeah. I'd love to know what's up with the Bermuda, in the Bermuda Triangle. Triangle. That weird. And what about that love- plane that disappeared? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did she go? MH370, is that the one you're talking about? Mary Alice, maybe? Sorry, my dog peed, in case you guys are wondering. She didn't yeah, pee. Myrtle! Well, we don't cheer that big. We cheer pretty small for a pee, and when she poops, we have a party. Got it. You get it. Got yeah, it. poop party. And everyone's invited. What are Mary Celeste, that's what it was. The crew oh, yeah. uh, The crew just disappeared, and everything, like the boat was out at sea, and it was totally fine. And it was, like, still full of its stuff. There was, like, no sign of a struggle. The lifeboat was gone. No one knows why they left. All the ship's logs were, Whoa. like, normal. And it was just everything was gone. And no one knows Whoa. where they were, where they went. Also, yes. while we're here, where Bobby Fisher at? Where are you at, Bobby, Bobby Fisher? Bobby Fisher. Mm. Where is he? I don't know. I don't where know. Where is he? I don't know. Um, okay. and, yeah, uh, those are, there's a million. I've got a million a lot, mysteries yeah. I'd like the answer to. There was a girl yeah. who was in college somewhere in the New England area. I want to say Amherst. And she... Packed all of her stuff and, like, left a note on her things. And then she, like, drove off and they found her car. She got in an accident. She had called somebody. But then there were footprints out of her car. And then they never saw her again. I want to say it was in New Hampshire. Boy, have I listened to some of um, um, uh, My Favorite Murder, but not all <laughs> of it. My Favorite Murder. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, like, there's a that's one I'd love the answer to. There was one about a girl disappearing. Then people thought they re-saw her again. So, there's a lot. You know when, when movies like leave things up to like hey, when movies leave thing up for leave something up for interpretation, I want to know what the writer meant. Like for like Inception, I want to know what the intention of that script. That's was. a really that good like not the thing I would have thought of, but you're absolutely right. Like when the lost writers are like, it's whatever you think, and you're like, okay, what did you? We have a new. What did was you it? think? Yeah, I think that we've stumbled upon a new segment that we can come to later. <laughs> Which is called "I Want to Know," and it's just us saying some stuff that we want to know about. I, I, I <laughs> want to know. <laughs> we can just uh, all right. it over and over again. All right, yeah, that feels perfect. like uh, that's, that's... like it for this week's edition of sports. Yeah, my right? dog's really yeah. to go to the bathroom, so uh, so does yeah, mine. Clearly, so do uh, so do so do I. So does Jay. <laughs> uh, shout out for this, uh, Shout out to State Farm, Simply Safe, Coors Light, and Me Undies. Uh, this week's podcast brought to you Boomy Undies. Uh, and shout out to the Mina Kime Show featuring Lenny. The NFL Draft is next week. I know that sounds crazy, and so does my dog whining, but it's okay. It's I keep right. turning around to see if it's Ray. I keep, and I saw Ray moving in the back of your shot, and I. I was like, is that my dog? But it's not. Uh, anyway, the Mina Kime show featuring Lenny, the NFL draft is next week. She got all the info on that. Go listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. A big thanks to you guys for listening now and again later when you get home. Or, I mean, you're home. That's probably an old line. I probably shouldn't have said that. I understand it. You're home. Uh, and if you're not home, and car alarm to you. Um, but, uh, you know, listen to it as many times as you want to. We don't care. We're just happy that you're here. Actually, 
and we love you guys, but I'm just happy these two are here. I miss uh, people and interacting with them. Um, you can also leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast. We read them. We love them. Like this one from Adriana05 that says, if you're stuck indoors right now, sports is the perfect podcast to get you through the week since that's how long each episode lasts. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, come for the, the quote-unquote sports, but stay for the quote-unquote friendly banter, which sometimes turns into picking on Jay for just being there. Katie, Ashley, and Jay are great. Love you, mean it. We love you, too, and we mean it, Adriana05, or if that's even your real name. Uh, and lastly, don't forget that don't forget that D.B. Cooper is important, and you should Google it, but also don't forget you can leave us a voicemail. Uh, or you can go ahead, Ashley. Sorry. No, that was great. I love to keep going. I just said leave us a voicemail. No! No! Everything is backwards! Our friends' heads are falling off! Say goodbye, Ashley. Bye. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Bye. Love you, mean it. Sorry.